This podcast includes adult content and explicit language. Do you think any of the Stranger Things guys, how they feel about true crime? I feel like Robin really likes true crime. Yeah. Oh, I don't I think Nancy does. I think Robin gets scared. I mean, Nancy investigates the yeah. true crime. She's the, like... She is true crime. Yeah, she's the journalist. Maybe Robin likes it too. I think the girls like it, the guys Steve, don't. Steve is terrified. Yeah. I think Eddie loves horror. The scarier the better, as long as it's fiction. Yeah. And then as soon as it's real, Eddie's like, no, 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 no. I'm out. I feel like Dustin likes true crime. I feel like Dustin's like, oh, he gets off on it. This girl, she got beheaded, it was fucking awesome, let's sit down. Oh, this guy murdered so many people. And Lucas is just like, fuck no. I think he and Erica watch true crime together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Mike likes it. No. I don't don't think he detests it, but I just don't think think he's pretty neutral. I think this is really sad. I think Will doesn't like it, but he wants to hang out with his friends, so he watches it, which I've been there. Yeah. (laughs) I've been there. Yeah, you're right. I think Eleven's pretty neutral on it. She's like, ooh, interesting. Yeah. I've seen horrors of the universe. <laughs> to be fair, they all have. I don't think Harper likes true crime. No. No. Again, like, he why are you watching it. that? Why, why are you? Why would you do this? Yeah. No. I can see Joyce, like Jonathan, putting it on. Joyce just being like, huh? Oh my goodness. Something did they catch him? <laughs> what do you mean I've got to wait till the end to find <laughs> out? Sits down. Let's rent the part two. You run there right now, young man. I want to know what happened to this. Be careful on the way. <laughs> but definitely he go. He still be out there. We don't know. It's they said, part two. They said it was somewhere in America. He could be right here. Goes and gets more popcorn. Bye, Jonathan. Yeah. Goes and sits down with Will. He's like, so who do you think did it? And Will's just there like, I hate this. Why go to bed? No, you gotta find out what happens, Will. Come on, who do you think it was the dad or the boyfriend? Yeah. I love Joyce. Me too. Welcome to Character Chaos. I'm Rhiannon. I'm joined by my co-host Margaret. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm alright. How are you? I'm pretty good. Not nice. good. What else? I don't know. Take two. Take two. Oops. We we've done this before. The mic broke. <laughs> Let's be honest. The the mic broke. We were very sad. Yeah. It was a fun one. But this one will be even more fun. This one will be better. Yeah. Because we've had practice. We have. We've decided this one will be better. Because that's how this works, right? It's gotta be. Yeah. <laughs> Your mic just died. Well, it was it was present, but it Ooh. sounded like, as you said, you were recording from the upside down. Yeah. It was just crackling like hell. Yeah, that's genuinely what it sounded like. Yeah. Maybe we'll release a clip if people want it. Of you sounding like you're in the upside down talking about Eddie. Yeah, it's an absolute mess. But we have new mics now. <laughs> Literally bought a new mic. You have inherited my old mic. Mm-hmm. Mike Wazowski. Yeah. My mic, Gianyu, is dead. Rip Gianyu. Why was it called Gianyu again? Because you, I think you called your Mike Michael. Uh, yeah, because we were watching The Good Place. I originally called my Mike Michael because it was hilarious. Because it yeah. is. And, and then, naturally, <laughs> you called yours Michael Michael after Jason. And then we were watching Monsters Inc. And I decided that Mike Wazowski is way funnier. Mm-hmm. You never changed Gianyu though. No. <laughs> it's just Mike Wazowski and Gianyu. I got, I don't know, I got attached. Weirdly. Yeah. Well, don't get attached anymore. Yeah, That's going in the bin. He's dead now. <laughs> Gianyu. Now you have Mike Wazowski. Yeah. Anyway, who are we doing take two on? So, for the second time, we're going to be talking about Eddie Munson from Sick. Stranger Things. Yeah. Eddie Munson, Stranger Things. Only season four, though. Yeah, yeah. 
Just season four. Unless he's lurking in the background of the other seasons and we don't really see it. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Just, like, get Joseph to act against a green screen and just, like, edit him in. Yeah. Yeah, just be, like, in the queue at the cafeteria or something. <laughs> in the background. Uh-huh. Yeah. Him slightly younger, less hair. Yeah. <gasps> That's the attention to detail we need. Wigs that are slightly shorter. <laughs> His hair grows. Yeah. Yeah. But no, only season four. Portrayed by... Yeah, portrayed by Joseph Quinn. Yeah. And we created did. by the Duffer Brothers, I didn't doubt either. Yes, created by the Duffer Brothers and written by their team. Yeah. I was going to say, do we call him Joseph or Joe? Because I've, I've heard I'm a lot of Joe. I'm going to call Joseph? him Mr. Quinn. Joseph Sir Quinn. Quinn. <laughs> Sir Quinn? Sir Quinn. Esquire. Yeah. Sir Quinn Esquire. <laughs> Feels weird calling him Joe. I know, I don't know him. We're friends. Because I've heard him in interviews be called Joe, and I'm like, surely that's something you only do when you're bros. It feels weird if we just called him Joe. Yeah, that would feel weird. Yeah. And if we ever mention Joe Keery, it'll, it'll be more confusing. Yeah. We should separate them. There's a lot of Joes. A fewer Joes. So someone please change your name. It's getting too confusing. <laughs> a lot of Joes. Fewer Joes in this world. <laughs> yeah. Joe and Joseph. Yeah. What immediately comes to mind with Edward? Um. <laughs> Edward Munson. That one picture that's all over Twitter of oh. him doing the devil horns and sticking his tongue out. I've seen that picture everywhere, and I will see that picture. Forever. Forever. Oh, God, yeah. What about you? What do you think of? I think of my new favourite picture of my husband. When <laughs> they roll the nat 20, and he, like, he does a little thing with his arms, and his hair's all fuzzy, and the camera's behind, the, like, lights are behind him. He looks lovely. Yeah, yeah. I'll get you to post it as the Instagram picture. Okay, yeah, send it to me, and I'll put it on. I love him so much. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, was, I mean, yeah, we haven't said. He's, he's a great character. He's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, I don't know, when we were, like, deciding who to do next, we were all, like, we, were done, we thought it'd be kind of interesting to look at Eddie, because we decided before we'd actually seen season four of Stranger Things, we'd just seen yes. everyone talking about Eddie. <laughs> we wanted to ride the wave! Genuinely. We were like, what is the fuss about? Yeah. I've seen this guy 50 times. He looks like a normal guy. Mm-hmm. What's all the fuss about? It's pretty good, turns out. Turns out, it's worth it. Turns out he's pretty fun. <laughs> he's pretty cool. He's amazing. When we first recorded this the first time, we had just watched it, so we were like, oh, he's great. And it's been like a week or so. I love this man. Yeah. I'm so in love with this man. <laughs> yeah. You've read a lot of Stranger Things fan fiction. I have. I love him. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't quite ride that wave with you but I, I, I enjoyed him that's right you were there in spirit i did record the episode and then just wiped him from my brain <laughs> and now i'm back again. bring him back reel him back in and now i'm back again like what happened in, in episode four he married me he's my <laughs> husband he is we'll say this a million times he is every man i have ever dated and every yeah. woman i have ever dated yeah long hair plays guitar smokes weed D D nerd mm-hmm. listens to rock music yeah. yeah, he's every man I've ever dated, and he will be every man I ever date again. Yeah, <laughs> he's not even like my type in theory. He's my type in practice. <laughs> no, you're you're completely right. Yeah, you're completely right. And, and yeah. honestly, this is the one time I think I've actually been like, yeah, Margaret's got a point here. I see it. <laughs> every other time you've judged me. Every other time I'm like, really? each to their own, I guess. <laughs> even Zemo. <laughs> yes, especially Zemo. Well, especially Zemo. <laughs> But no, you get me this time. Yeah, I actually do get you this time. Yeah. I never, I never get it otherwise. You have the weirdest crushes, I swear to God. Fuck you! (laughs) 
I was about to fire back with like says, and I was like, nah, you're pretty reasonable ones. I felt like I have very normal yep. crushes. Yeah. Yeah. You, however, love Bruno from Encanto. Yeah. Maybe I'm a little, I'm a little weird, but so is Eddie. I had the biggest crush on Dan Avidan when I was 14. Yeah. And I remember, like, he is not, he's conventionally attractive, Mm. but he's not what most, like, 14-year-olds are attracted to. Well, I mean, you also had a massive crush on Frodo from Lord of the Rings. Hold on, I was 10. That's a separate thing. (laughs) Elsa, he was my first love, and how dare you? (laughs) Put some respect on Frodo's name. (laughs) He was my first husband. Had long hair, feminine features. Yeah. But, like, I remember having a crush on Dan, who at the time was, like, 30, mm. and just going to my friends and, like, showing a picture of him and being like, do you guys think he's attractive? And it'll be like, no. Because <laughs> he had, like, long hair and, like, kind of, like, stubble and, like, yeah. was clearly older. And he wasn't, like, every other, com- like, One Direction member at the time. Yeah. So, yeah. I've always had the weird ones. Fair enough. Yeah. But this time you get it. I, I do get it. I completely get it. I think mean, I get it for different reasons, but I do get it. Ooh, why'd you get it? I just love the confidence. There's that. I just love how he owns the room and the way he like holds himself. He does. And just that scene where he's like walking around the um the table in the canteen. Oh, I was like, what an opening! Hello, <laughs> good evening. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> I became Obi Wan Kenobi. You got that Obi Wan like bad bitch energy. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Save yeah. the horniness well, for later. I, I don't think I've got that much more of it, to be honest. <laughs> we'll save something. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we're all good to go. Spoilers for Strange Things. <laughs> yes, specifically season four. Yes. Oh, we'll, we'll A little bit for about... everything else, but mainly season... If you haven't watched season four... To be fair, I don't know why you would have watched season four and not the other seasons. Although, just saying that right now, you may be guilty of <laughs> I've, I've said before, I watched Stranger Things in the weirdest order. I watched season one, then season three, then half of season two, then season one, then half of season two, then season four. <laughs> what happens in the second half of season two? Who knows? Who knows? Not me. <laughs> Everyone else knows, but I don't. But does it still make sense to you? Yeah, I know what's going on. Does Scoops Ahoy feel like season two, though? Is it season two? It's season three. <laughs> the mall is season three. Yeah, yeah. I need to watch that season again. It's good shit. It's a good season. It's a good season. I think season four is wonderful. I had a great time. I did watch them in order. Sorry to be a basic bitch. I have seen Stranger Things in chronological Why order. Why would you do that? Margaret? I don't know. You should watch Machete Order, which is clearly <laughs> what you watched. <laughs> but I think season four is the second best season. I yeah. think it's what bottom to top, two, three, four, one. Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. agree with that from what I've seen. Because I feel like the Duffers, the Duffer Brothers, like, I feel like, I hate to say this, but it happens a lot with, like, TV and movies where, like, they said what they wanted to say in season one, and the rest has been kind of repeating themselves. Yeah, they just kept going. But I actually think season four brought a lot of new things that I did like. And one of those things is Eddie. Mm-hmm. And he's wonderful. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, he's a great new addition. And he's gone. <laughs> you know, like, new and addition. he's also gone. And then he's gone. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about it. <laughs> All right. Should we get into Edward? Yeah. Um, I need to do an overview again. Oh, fuck, I'm so sorry. Do you remember the overview? Do you know what? Never mind. Let's skip that. No. <laughs> How will anyone know who we mean? <laughs> we didn't just talk about him. No, go on. I'm excited. Is it the same one as last time? Yep. Lovely. I have not been tweaked at all. <laughs> Ooh. 
kill the viewer. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> you are not taking care of Mike Wazowski. <laughs> I'm taking care of the same I took care of Johnny. Maybe that's why Johnny <laughs> broke. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're I'm a bad mother. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Mike. Okay, so did we introduce you, Olivia? Let's do it. <laughs> we did now. Okay, let's go. Um, so, Eddie Munson is a student at Hawkins High School and the leader of the Hellfire Club, which is the D&D club at the school, and he's also in a band. So we initially meet him when he befriends Mike, Dustin, and Lucas, so our main characters, when he invites them to join the club. As a person, Eddie is an outsider in the school and is seen as a bit of a weirdo, but he doesn't really care. It means that he's not very well liked, but his friends like really, really care for him. He's very confident, doesn't get what people think, he's very sarcastic, very fun, very passionate about D&D, but at the end of the day, he's just a regular teenager in this hellhole of a town where everyone keeps dying. Yeah, no one's safe. Nope. Fellow student Chrissy is having problems, so she goes to buy drugs from him in episode one. So whilst Chrissy is buying the drugs from Eddie, Chrissy gets murdered by Vecna, in front of Eddie, and Eddie has to flee the scene, and now both the police and Chrissy's boyfriend think that he did the murder, and are tracking him down for the entire season, and he has to go into hiding. However, Dustin and his friends completely believe that Eddie didn't do it, and know this is something to do with the Upside Down, so Eddie, while still on the run, joins the squad and tries to take down Vecna, which is our main little squad. Woo! Scooby gang. So, towards the end of the season now, whilst Steve, Nancy, and Robin go on that little side quest to kill Vecna, Eddie and Dustin stay behind at the upside-down version of the trailer park. It's not the real trailer park, the upside-down version. And their job is to basically provide a distraction and keep the demo bats away from the main squad. And to do this, Eddie gets up on the roof of the trailer and plays a Metallica song on his guitar to lure the bats away. It's, it's very cool. It's very fun. However, a massive <laughs> swarm of these bats then come to attack him, and whilst Dustin is able to escape, Eddie decides to get on his bike and just ride away to draw them away from Dustin, basically. He ends up falling off the bike, and he gets back up again, and he contemplates running away, but instead, he gets his sword, and he gets his shield, and he fights off the bats. However, the bats just get him, and... So he just get he, he just killed the bats in the end. It is he? confusing. All the bats are dead, but so is he. <laughs> Basically, no one won. Nor the bats or Eddie. Big loss. <laughs> no one won that. Mutually fight. assured destruction. <laughs> so he did get the bats, but the bats did get him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he dies in Dustin's arms, and it's really sad. And the entire town still thinks he's a murderer, except for like. The Dustin squad and his Dustin uncle. is able to tell his uncle Aww. at the end of the season. R.I.P. Edward. Yeah, he's he's dead. He's got got. <laughs> okay, we can be a bit more lighthearted than that, you know. I think I mourned him last week. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you you're mourning him again. <laughs> Rip Edward. Yeah. Thank you for the overview. No problem. No problem. That's Edward. Mm-hmm. Shall we get into the uh, specifics? Yeah. Do we have a theme? Oh, shit, yeah. Um, wasn't it just, like, White Boy of the Month? Like, why is this guy so popular? Yeah. Why is this guy so goddamn popular? Yeah, basically. 
because he came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. People fucking love him. Yeah. And, like, a lot of, like, characters like this, like we said, do get White Boy of the Month because mm-hmm. they're, like, white and attractive and kind of charismatic. Mm. I guess I'm just wanting to see if there was more to him than that, really. Yeah. To be fair, he is very charismatic. Yeah, he's fun. Like, I, I'd, I'd say he earned the title of White Boy of the Month. Yeah. But he's curious as to why. And I have some theories. Yeah. Should we get to it? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Let's talk about my husband. I love him. I'm not going to stop being horny for him. I love him so much. <laughs> That's fair, honestly. I've got I have way too many notes. This is unreasonable. Okay. Should we start with the look? I love starting with this. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about him mm-hmm. visually. Yeah. Because I feel like it's one of the... I feel like it sums him up. It's a yeah. very strong look. Yeah, that costume designer. Wonderful. Did a great job. The wig. Mm-hmm. 11 out of 10. Obsessed. <laughs> You're biased, though. I'm biased because it's my hair? Yeah. Well, no. It's frizzier. He somehow makes the frizz work. Mm, I does. work hard to make sure my curls stay in, like, clumps. He just frizzes about. Yeah. It looks wonderful. He owns it. Yeah. Maybe it helps because he has, like, the fringe, but, like, the, the wig helps. looks good. Mm-hmm. Looks real. Yeah. It's long. Yeah. Fabulous. The outfit, it's just, like, punk as fuck. Yeah. Like, it's it's as nonconformist as you would think. Oh, Everything sure. about him that could be different is like, the rings and the tattoos. Yeah, it's, it's the jewellery that does it. Oh, and the chain on his jeans, mm-hmm. the leather jacket. I love that he has leather and denim, because he wants to be bad in both ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it just tells you everything you need to know. Yeah. But this guy does not care about fitting in. Fabulous. Amazing. I love his little bandana in episode nine when like it, it's like little fringes sticking out. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. The rings are hot. They do it. That's what does oh. it is the rings. Honestly, can if there's any men listening to this, put some rings on. Do it. It's so hot. It'll do so much for you. I, I'm, I'm biased. This is every person I've ever had a crush on. Yeah. And everyone I ever will have a crush on. Yeah. Yeah. This man was made for me. Yeah. Thank you, Joseph Quinn. Yeah, he was crafted for you in a lab. Yeah. Still. In the Hawkins lab. In that <laughs> they made el- lab. 11, 1 to, what is it, 15, and then they made Eddie for Margaret. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Dr. Brenner. <laughs> Thanks, Papa. <laughs> Thank you, Papa. <laughs> Eleven's just like, what the fuck? We were trying to remember his name earlier, and we were like, Papa, um... Papa, um... um. And you were like, Dr. Brendan, and I was like, Brenna! Brenna, let's go! We were doing a quiz. Yeah. Anyway, should we hop to it? Yes, we shall. Okay. Because so, it's first scene? First scene? Mm-hmm. What a fucking entrance. Yeah. This man gets yeah. into it immediately. Mm-hmm. He's just on a fucking table! Well, because mm-hmm. you have, like, the introduction of, like, the music, and he's kind of given this monologue about, like, he's reading an article yeah, about the satanic, satanic panic, panic right? and, like, Hawkins and, like, how D&D is satanic. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, like, like murder. It, he's just reading it in the most, like, sarcastic tone. Oh, it makes him so happy. Mm-hmm. He has a whole ass monologue. Mm-hmm. So cool. And it's just, like, I, I just love how um, when Dustin and Mike walk in, they're like, Oh god, he's rev up, revved up today. We're so fucked. And that's before he gets on the table <laughs> and starts marching across the table and yelling at everyone. Yeah. Wow, conformity is what's killing the kids. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, he's so fabulous. What a presence. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. He's so charismatic. And he's he's like he's got like this mad scientist vibes. It's a little. Where bit he's unhinged. just like, how dare you question me? 
mm-hmm. the genius. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's a, you can tell this guy was like built to be a DM by the writers. Like, what does a DM need? He needs to be captivating and confident and in control. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. He's just like, fuck the establishment and conformity mm-hmm. and D&D's life. Yeah. Well, I mean, he literally sees that Lucas is joining the the, the, the basketball team mm-hmm. and he literally says Sinclair has been taken to the dark side. The drama. He's just joined the basketball <laughs> team. No, they're the enemy. The dark side of conformity. <laughs> He's just shooting a hoop. <laughs> what, even he calls it in um, that scene as like shooting balls into a laundry basket. Uh-huh. Nope. The dark side. No. Because it's so mainstream. Uh-huh. And it's so cool. How dare you be cool. Mm-hmm. I just love the like, how dare you postpone D&D in my presence. Yeah. It's so good. To be mm-hmm. fair, I would also be pissed off if I'd planned my campaign around the players and then they moved it. Yeah. Bit of a dick move. It's a bit annoying. But at least they replaced it with Erica. They did. And the, the whole thing went well. Yeah. So. Ooh, I, I wrote down every time um, Eddie respects women. <laughs> I wrote it down because he does it a lot and it makes me very happy. Yeah. And there's just like a very small moment where he's like yelling at the random strangers in the cafeteria. And there's just a brief moment where um, he like pauses to let like two like cheerleaders pass Aww. and just has a little like, off you go. And then like walks through them. And I can only assume that wasn't in the script. And thank you, Joseph just like a little character thing of like he's still nice to people yeah he's not entirely crazy well yeah he's I mean, polite well that's the whole this thing with eddie in itself like he just puts on this show of like i'm gonna be a spectacle of a human being but he's genuinely a really nice guy when you yeah. get him like one-on-one when you get him like without the audience almost, yeah he's genuinely just a really sweet guy he's super compassionate mm-hmm. when talk about chrissy in the woods because yeah. we get that. He has this little, like, one-on-one conversation with Chrissy, and he's so sweet to her. Mm-hmm. Like, he can really clearly tell that she's struggling with something, and he mm-hmm. wants to be there for her. Yeah. He's just, like, reassuring her. He gives her a discount, because he can tell that she's struggling. <laughs> discount on the drug deal, you know? Yeah. Do you ever feel like you're losing your mind on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. I like that he's a little delinquent. <laughs> he's not very good at school. Like, there are so many characters in fiction who are geniuses. And it's just nice having someone who's just not very good at school. He's just kind of normal. Yeah, he's just a normal guy. Yeah. I love... One of my favourite, like, character traits is when a fictional character loves to just be silly to make his friends laugh. Yeah. And just... And he does it with Chrissy, where, like, he cheers her up by doing all, like, the physical, playful comedy... Like she said, she doesn't remember him, so he like like shoots himself in the chest and like mm-hmm. runs around in the leaves and like it's so sweet. Yeah, he's just trying to make her happy. Yeah, just a nice dude. Yeah, it's adorable. I'll talk about it later when I like have some points about his arc overall, but I feel like the compassion goes a long way with his character. Yeah, definitely. And like Joseph Quinn has like a really endearing quality to him that really helps. Yeah, he's just really endearing. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really works. Oh, I really wish he and Jonathan got to smoke weed together. <laughs> I really wish they did. Yeah. I have read fanfiction where he does smoke weed with Jonathan. That's but he sees Jonathan and Argyle and is like, new customers. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. That's very fun. Yeah, and Chrissy's like, you're not who I thought you'd be. Because he's a sweetie. Yeah. And everyone calls him a freak. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's a massive, massive, like, part of his story. Just everyone 
seeing him is like you said, like they all see him as a freak. Everyone calls him a freak. Steve so calls him that. <laughs> Even Steve. Come on, Steve. Calls him a freak. Yeah. And none of them actually like take the time to get to know him. Yeah. Like none of them. Yeah. And he leans into that. Oh yeah. He becomes even more outlandish and weird. Yeah. Because they're gonna berate him anyway. So he's just gonna embrace it. Yeah, and oh, let's go with it. It's a Victorian thing, isn't it? Where like armor so no one can use it to hurt you. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah it is, isn't it? It's a Tyrion thing. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the D and D sesh that they have? Oh yeah. It's just really cute. He has a whole fucking throne. He has a fucking throne. A whole ass throne that you know the theatre department got. Yeah. Also, he's such a theatre kid. He must have been in the theatre department, right? (laughs) Yeah, This guy's a theatre kid. Aww. Yeah. Back when he was trying to fit in. Yeah. He was a theatre kid. Do you reckon he loved Glee? Oh, no. (gasps) Secretly. And then grew to hate it. Yeah. Oh, he probably did. He loved Glee about- season one when it was uh, a cynical comedy. Yeah. And then grew to hate it. Yeah. Because he has taste. It's a musical show about outsiders. Oh my is god. Is his show? We're all minorities because we're in the Glee club. <laughs> he's a minority because he's in the Glee club. <laughs> and you know, like, 12 year old Eddie was like, yes, this is my moment. <laughs> yeah. Who's his favourite? Oh. Kurt, maybe? I, to me, Eddie gives gay. Yeah. So I think so. Yeah, I think he likes Kurt. Yeah. Aww. I mean, one of my favourite things in fanfiction is him, like, if he, you know, survived or whatever. Um, just meeting Will and just seeing Will across the room and being like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to help this kid. Yeah. I see you. You guys are in a crisis. <laughs> I'm on the way. Literally. Yeah. yeah. He's just, he's a, I know you don't know that much about Dungeons and Dragons, mm. but I'm sure even you can tell he's a wonderful dungeon master. Oh yeah. He's perfect. He's great. He owns the room. He's captivating. Mm. I like how he thinks that his D&D club is too prestigious for a child to join. <laughs> also, he takes it so seriously. But he ends up approving of Erica and respecting women. Yeah. And I'll take it. Yeah. Just all the descriptions and like every DM needs to be good at a reveal. Yeah. You need the reveal that makes your players go like, oh my god, and he does the Vecna reveal. Yeah. And it works so well. Mm-hmm. And he like relishes in it when they're yeah. all reacting to him. He's like, I yeah. live for this moment. He just loves being able to like control that room and own that room and put on this show for his friends and everyone's loving it. Master like... of puppets, if you will. Hmm. 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 <laughs> That means nothing. It was just a fun, just a fun <laughs> thing I said. It's just a fun thing I like to say. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, he has everyone grit. Yeah, at one point he's got like his knees on the table as he's like waving his yeah. arms about. Just the drama. Yeah. I like how he's a helpful DM because some DMs can be like adversarial, mm. but he tells them like it's cool to run if you want because like this guy's yeah. tough. I know that's also meant to be foreshadowing of the him running. being like, "Don't be a hero. It's always fine to run." Yeah. But. He's helpful. And, like, when they win, and he's all excited for them, and he gives a little bow to, like, Erica when she gets the role. Yeah. He's just fun. Yeah. There's not an ounce of cynicism in him. Yeah. He's just so lovely. Like, you, you want to be this guy's friend. I want to be this guy's girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. But... <laughs> that too, you know. Baby steps. Do you think he'd like me? I don't see why not. What a glowing endorsement. <laughs> Thank you. I just sat there like, 
Well, I mean, she doesn't have any negative pulls, so I guess. <laughs> I don't too many. Maybe you can look past them eventually. <laughs> I'm sure I could put up with her, you know. I mean, we did mention last time we recorded how, um, if Eddie and I were, like, friends, we would be absolutely insufferable. Yeah. We would be a nightmare. Oh, yeah, yeah, I said this last time. Honestly. <laughs> You were like, I love you, but that would be awful for everyone involved. Genuinely, genuinely. We're both too dramatic. Oh, yeah. We would just be giggling yeah. <laughs> for hours. You, yeah, you would be insufferable. Yeah. Absolutely insufferable. That's fine. Each to their own. We can just be together. Mm-hmm. I think he'd like you, for what it's worth, because you have many positive qualities that I think he would enjoy. <laughs> I'm here like, Margaret's insufferable. <laughs> Margaret's the worst. Anyway. Am I right, all <laughs> Just Me and the listeners just gang up against oh, you. Oh no. <laughs> coming for me. We're not a 1920s like gang. You're a West Side Story. You're the Sharks. You're coming for me. Well, you just made that a musical. Yeah. Yeah. I think Eddie would be in it. Yeah. Oh my god, Eddie would make a great like jet. Sure, yeah, I can see that. Is it, is it the Which one's which? Yeah. I always forget. Which one's the Jets? That's the. I, th- I think my, my brain. I think the white boys are the Jets. Yeah, I think you're right. And the sharks are the Latin Americans. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, I think, That's Ed- relevant. <laughs> I think Eddie would be a great um. Shit, who's the guy that Mike played in that episode of Glee? Riff. Riff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, son. Time. Margaret, the thing is, that's genuinely where my brain went to. Yeah, well. I was like, Mike who did Mike play in Glee? <laughs> I think it was it, a big moment for Mike, okay? It was! He in Asian F, he worked really hard! And Mike Chang, um, senior... Oh my god, he didn't remember? believe in it. Yeah. But his mother eventually disclosed that she wanted to be a ballet dancer, and they danced together. Yeah, and eventually, senior gets over it, and he attends the musical. Tina wasn't very helpful, though. But she never is. Tina isn't helpful, let's, let's be honest. <laughs> Tina just isn't helpful. <laughs> She's often just not particularly helpful. Only because the writers don't want her to be. Yeah. Oh, she could be helpful. <gasps> you know Eddie loves Tina. If he watched Glee, <laughs> he'd like Tina. I think he likes Tina. I think he likes Tina. What do you think is his favourite Glee cover? Oh, Christ. Um, ooh. I know what his least favourite Glee cover is. What? Is um when they did uh, Sing. <laughs> He would hate the way they botched it. Yeah. Thank God they never do, like, rock music. Yeah. He would be heartbroken. I, I think he likes Rose's turn. Oh, the yeah. version. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think he likes that one. I think he likes... I know it's later on, but I think he likes whenever um, Blaine and Sam sing Billy Joel. Which which one? Whichever one. Oh, they okay. do it multiple times. Yeah, they do. You're like, which one, fake fan? <laughs> anyway. Anyways. Where did we... I'm trying to think how we ended up here. Uh, I don't remember. We were talking about the D&D session, I think. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to talk about Chrissy, wake up? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wanna wake up, wanna wake up, wake up, Chrissy. (laughs) I don't like this, Chrissy, wake up. What a banger. Not everyone has their own song. No. While they're experiencing trauma and witnessing a murder. You don't always get your own song. I hate the fact that I knew the song before I, like... Oh, yeah. Knew the scene, really. Yeah. I knew it was, like, Chrissy dying. I mean, you can only assume. You can tell from context. <laughs> Chrissy's not asleep, is she? I have a feeling that Chrissy is not up right now. And is, in fact, quite dead. Yeah. 
Rip. To be fair, she wasn't dead at that point. She was just in no, a trance. she was dying. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. Um. Oh, can I mention how we're in a, Wynn's house? I love it. He's, like, married to his guitar. Mm. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Wish it was me, but that's okay. <laughs> I wish I was that guitar. Are you joking? Because yes, I do. He wakes up and is like, hello, sweetheart. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's the guitar. You don't it's to the me guitar. know the guitar. This time I thought it could be me. The camera pans. <laughs> Maybe this time around. <laughs> He's looking at me. No. I'll be in Stranger Things. It's once again the guitar. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's fine. Oh, I just love... It's just nice of him to bring Chrissy into his house, but, like, God, it looks so dodgy. Yeah, and then, oh, yeah, just having this rich white girl die in uh-huh. your trailer It's the worst house. possible thing that could happen. It's... Yeah. 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 It's it's perfect. I love when he woke up and he's like, this is my castle. Aww. I love all his fantasy references all the time. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. I do, obviously, like, he is quite poor like he lives in a trailer but i do like how cozy his house is like it's really nice, nice. it's got like a carpet and sofas yeah. and like the hats on the walls i love that he gets the bedroom because like obviously wayne would have given him the mm, bedroom because yeah. he's a teenager he needs his own space i think that's a really nice like detail Aww. it's his room we should have got more of that uncle he seems very nice he seems awesome <laughs> he seems so like no nonsense mm-hmm. yeah he seems really nice it's wayne right not wade it's wayne wait yeah yeah I don't want to get the name wrong, just in case. My future father-in-law. I've got to make sure I've got it. <laughs> fine, I'll stop. No, it's fine. <laughs> okay, I will say, mm. I'm fine with Eddie selling weed. Good for him. He's planning on giving Chrissy ketamine. I'm not quite okay with that. That's dangerous. That's a lot, isn't it? Eddie, don't do that. Come on. Come on, babe. Don't do that. Sure. It's not okay. The horse drug? Really? Yeah. He's talking about, like, oh, you could snort it. And I'm like, Eddie, don't give people ideas. Come on, duffers. Don't do this. Like, I know she asked for it, but, like, don't give people cat. Mm-hmm. I draw the line. <laughs> My notes are just like, oh, God, here comes the song. Yeah. Yeah, literally, I've just got written down, Chrissy, wake up. That's the musical notes. <laughs> Little emojis. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is terrifying. Poor Eddie. Oh, that's the most traumatizing thing. It's horrifying. Not only is she dying, she's floating. And snapping. In a trance. Oh. What the fuck do you do? And, like, it could be something that could get you. you you're you also probably like, is it behind her? Yeah. Am I gonna get snapped? Mm-hmm. And yeah. And, like, obviously it is a TikTok song, but it's genuinely so devastating. Oh, when he's just, help. like, trying to try to wake her up. Yeah. And, and I can't... The song has just completely ruined it for yeah. me. But genuinely, it is quite sad. The strain just in the, his voice. Like, I don't like this, you know? Yeah. He's being playful at first. He's like, hey, we all good. Because mm. he doesn't want to scare her. No. He still cares about her feelings when she's dying. Yeah. And then I, I mean, it's really sad. I love when he just, like, screams. Because I, I like when protagonists, like, react normally. Yeah. He just screams his ass off. Because you would. It's terrifying. And absolutely legs it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just runs. I mean, it's his arc is interesting. I think I'll talk about it more at the end, but like his whole yeah. arc of like he always runs from things and he's a coward and eventually he finds the courage to do it. But to be honest, it doesn't always work for me because I, I, I find all the times he runs away to be completely justified and not particularly cowardly. 
There's just something about yeah. the situations where I'm never like, oh, what a coward. I'm like, no, you get the fuck out of there. One, because that monster could come for you. And two, the cops are going to fucking kill you. Yeah. You would. What a smart guy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's not that I think it's bad writing. It's just that it doesn't always work for me. Especially if this mm. is the first situation where I'm like, I would blame him if you didn't. You gotta get out of there. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, I didn't even interpret it when I watched it like he was meant to be a coward. Yeah. I didn't get that at all. I thought I, he was smart. I thought he was running. I saw him running away. Yeah. I, and I, get, I got the storyline of, at the end then, not running away. But I never saw him as a coward. No. Or anything like that. Yeah. His, his... Like you said, it's justified. Yeah. His what art... else are you gonna do? I know! This is the right thing to do! Give us CPR? No! <laughs> oh no! Mouth to mouth! That'll like, do it! Wait till the cops get there and shoot you because this is America? Uh-huh, her no. brain is exploded! Yeah. Like, his arc always feels a bit reductive to me. Yeah. Because, I don't know, there's something about his character, at least so far that we've seen, where he feels kind of mature. And, like, yeah. compassionate. And cowardly is not something that gels for me. And it never really shows up. Yeah. So it's interesting in this moment that yeah. this is meant to set that up and I'm like, yeah, this is reasonable. This is very reasonable. Fucking get the fuck out of there. Have you seen the police in Hawkins? I don't trust anyone in Hawkins. I barely trust mm-hmm. our characters. Oh. You never know. <laughs> yeah. You never know when Dustin's gonna get a bit trigger happy. Yeah. 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 And they find Chrissy's body in episode two. And of course you just blame Eddie and like oh this guy's fucked this rich white yeah. girl just died in his house obviously yeah and had no reason to be there and it looks so dodgy oh it looks so bad it's so well set up cause oh there's no explanation yep. for this it's very obvious that he's fled mm-hmm. there's a dead person in his house yeah and she has no reason to be there at all yeah they weren't friends it looks like he coerced her mm-hmm. she would never have bought drugs yeah that's not a reasonable yeah, explanation. She never has before. It's great. It's so sad. It's really sad. And this fucking group of Christian shits want to hunt him down. Oh, Jason and Jason. And co. Jason and the the men in black suit squad <laughs> comedic villains. I love the use of like Christian propaganda and the satanic panic in this. Yeah. It's so good. It's kind of my favorite thing about the season because mm. it feels distinctive from the rest. It's not just like general 80s nostalgia. It's like a genuine like cultural thing that was happening. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I mean, well, what a lot of people love about this show is like the era that it's based in. I know my parents love this show because they love being able to like watch the 70s and the 80s and be like, "Yeah, I recognise all of this. That's mm. one of the reasons that they love the show. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, It's you've got all this like fun supernatural stuff, but I love it when they just go down to basics and use context. Use mm. that 80s context. Yeah. It's really fun. And then gel it. Because yeah. obviously it escalates things. The supernatural element yeah. of it makes the religious evangelicals even more crazy about it. Yeah. I mean, this is where we get a lot of Jason, who Jason. is clearly not okay in the first place mm-hmm. no and then you get the fucking scene with the cops you were talking well, about this last time you yeah. put this really nicely well like obviously jason is the worst and we hate jason <laughs> yeah but like god i feel so bad for him because obviously him and chrissy were dating mm. he is a teenager in school yeah at the most he could be 18 yeah at the highest age as a teenager i'm sorry that's a child yeah and the cops just pull him aside interrogate him and try and get him to basically like admit that like he was involved in Chrissy's death because he's a suspect immediately yeah because you know the the boyfriend of someone murdered you know yeah and the way they do it they just pull him out and they just 
try and like play mind games with him mm-hmm. to get him to admit something. And this kid is like no clue what's going on. He's been drinking the night before, so he's like thinks that the cops are after him for that. Yeah. And they're not. They're he's after paranoid. him for a murder. Mm-hmm. And then they just casually like just let it slip that his girlfriend is dead. And they're like making fun of him. Mm-hmm. When he doesn't know where Chrissy was. Yeah, they're like taunting him as if it's a fun game. Or yeah. like, let's pick apart this child. And then they're just like, yeah, Chrissy's dead. And Eddie probably killed mm-hmm. her. Just lead him down this path immediately. Yeah. They're just like, Eddie probably did something to her. Yeah. They of course you're going to set this kid off. They yeah. don't deny it, even though they don't know if that's true. Mm-hmm. This man has not been charged guilty. No. You are just sending, like, a traumatised, grieving young man... In the fucking 80s. Off on a scapegoat. Just giving him someone who the school hates as, yeah, he kills your girlfriend. This religious kid telling him that this, like, nonconformist satanic guy that everyone says is already probably a murderer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just sends him yeah. off. Yeah. And it's like, bye. Go get him. Have fun, Jason. As Jason is running into the woods traumatised. <laughs> bye, Jason. It works really well. These fucking cops. I hate them so much. I mean, cops do do this. They do yeah. manipulate you and lie to you yeah. often. So, like, it, it's completely plausible. Yeah. And it works really well in escalating it. Oh, I, I hate them so much. And just, like, the satanic panic is, like, fueling his belief that they're sacrificing... That they, like, tried to sacrifice Chrissy and that's what happened. Yeah. Like, there's no logic, just bias. Yeah. They have no evidence of that. No. There was no evidence on the crime scene. That no. there was anything to do with Satan. No. Or a religious ritual. There I mean, was nothing don't they to say that, like, that. there's no way someone could have done those wounds on her? Like, there's no sign of a struggle or anything, mm-hmm. and she's completely, like, broken. Like, there's no way a human could have done this. Yeah. So it's not like he could have sacrificed her. Yeah. No. Fucking but Jason just, like, spins himself into a rage. He, like, yeah. talks himself into it. Yeah, because he's a kid. And he's clearly not okay anyway. Mm-hmm. This guy clearly has anger issues. Yeah. If you believe the satanic panic, maybe you need a minute. And he's already just spinning himself into it. Yeah. Should I talk about the satanic panic? We've kind of mentioned it. Should I, like... Yeah, I mean... Just in case people don't really know. Yeah. Not that I'm an expert. (laughs) I listened to some podcast episodes about it. So basically, it's this cultural moral panic that happened. I believe it's, like, early 70s to early 90s. Like, a 20-year period. And basically, in the early 70s, a bunch of books were published from some, like religious figures i mean i think they were religious comedians i forget the name of one of them but they talked about it on you're wrong about mm-hmm. and basically like his experiences in the 60s where he wrote this book being like yeah i satan was real <laughs> and i was like coerced into a cult and there are cultists and satan's like creating all these cults and like i think he's like i was a kid at school and i got into drugs and alcohol and it became like sex and it mm-hmm. became these clubs where we got into like orgies and they branded me with satan and then we were sacrificing people Mm. it's all obviously bollocks but he published these books and it just like gripped a lot of religious communities of like they're coming for our kids you know how they always do and like they're coming for our kids and i think you had a lot of these like really fringe like evangelical people being like there's a huge like rise of satan going on with kids Mm -hmm. and then it just kind of bled through into like more mainstream culture as like kids are doing more drugs than normal and more alcohol and doing more sinful like sex and things and Mm. they're like growing out their hair and wearing ripped jeans and like other things that conservative people already don't like everything eddie embodies yeah and it just kind of became this like bigger moral panic amongst the like mainstream of like whether it's satan or not kids are doing bad things right now for some reason Mm mm-hmm 
And it just led to people panicking. And I think it lasted really until, like, the early 90s when the books were debunked. <laughs> like, yeah. 20 years later, people were like, oh yeah, these people lied in their books. And people were like, well, the damage has already been done. Oops. <laughs> and so this is, like, what, 86? 1986? Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's a full, like, satanic panic gripping the country. I mean, it, it probably happened in other countries, too. I don't really know. Like, did it happen in the UK? Probably. Probably spread over here a little bit, didn't it? But, like, it's... The UK is more, like, a secular country, and I think it was a very religious thing. Yeah. But, like, I always knew of, like, the satanic panic and, like, concept, but I love seeing it in, like, a cultural example, because, of course, this, like, backwoods town of Hawkins would probably be, like, freaked out by, like, they're all at church in, like, episode six, right? Yeah. When Jason's doing his little speech. Like, they're all just at church. Mm -hmm. Even our main characters, because I guess they would be. They have, like, their town hall meetings in a church. Yeah. Like, it's a super religious place, and so you have the satanic panic, and I like how Eddie embodies that by choice. The fucking Hellfire Club. Yeah. All those, like, satanic imagery. Oh, and I thought the D&D &D was evil, because yeah. fantasy is satanic, because they're doing yeah. spells and witchcraft. And yeah. That's why they thought, like, people didn't like Harry Potter when it came out. Yeah. For reasons that... <laughs> not for the reasons they shouldn't have liked Harry Potter. <laughs> there are plenty of reasons not to. But at the time, they were like, oh, it's Satan and wizardry. Promoting witchcraft. Yeah. And so I, that was a big thing with D&D &D anyway, so I'm glad they brought that up. Because D&D's always been in the show, so it's nice to, like, mention the fact that at the time people would have yeah. hated D&D &D because they thought it was witchcraft. Yeah. It's cool. And I love the way Eddie embodies that. And then you have the other side of the coin of Jason, who's what? believing in the satanic panic and <laughs> Satan's coming for us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I said, very clearly, like, religious. He's a jock anyway, and he's, like, at the top of the pecking order in the school. Yeah. So he has a bit of that power anyway. Yeah. Just in the school. He clearly doesn't like Eddie. I mean, Eddie lives in his mind rent-free throughout the season. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Eddie knows who he is. Yeah. <laughs> but, God, he knows who Eddie is. Oh, yeah. Eddie's just like, Jacob? Is that that? Who? Who, who are you? Joseph? No. Ah, oh, I can't, can't remember. Mm, One of them. And Jason's just like, Eddie is ruining my life. Edward Munson. <laughs> Edward Charles Munson. You wronged me for the last time. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of fun them being polar opposites. I kind of wish we'd explored their dynamic a bit more, because they are like literally polar opposites. They have that one interaction in episode one where they yell at each other across the cafeteria. Yeah. But like, I, like, I mentioned the first thing I noticed about both of them when they both came on screen in episode one is... They're both fantastic speakers. Yeah. Like, the first thing Jason does is gets up in front of the school and gives this, like, rousing speech about, like, school spirit. And, like, we're going to win this basketball game? Basketball. basketball. Yes. Sports. Um, and everyone's like, yeah, we're going to win this game. And he gives this, like, amazing speech. Obviously, he does some shitty things in it, like, name-dropping Hopper randomly is like, <laughs> he died, so we're going to win this game. And Mike's like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. But then in, like, one of the next scenes, the first thing we see Eddie do is get up on a table and gives this, like, rousing speech about, like, nonconformity and, like, yeah. Satan is life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like how they, they're very similar. I, I really like that, too. Yeah. And that's really interesting. Yeah. I wish we could have had more comparisons of that. Yeah. Because it's what takes a leader. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. And they're probably a lot more similar than we'd like to admit. Yeah. Yeah, it's super interesting. So, Jason sucks, but I do feel for him. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he gets fully roped into this. And works himself into this. His girlfriend is pretty dead, and I don't think he was getting much grief counselling, to be honest with you. <laughs> no. Um. That counsellor seemed helpful, but if anything, didn't do much for all the dead kids. Yeah. Oh, God, she'd feel awful, because all of her 
the kids she helped died because oh. they all came for her with the trauma. Yeah. <sighs> That's rough. I, I don't want that. I don't blame myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like how um, Eddie's uncle believes that Eddie didn't do it. Like, even for a second, he's like, no, it's not in his nature. Well, yeah. Because he mean, knows him. We kind of, like, went into this, like, a, a little bit earlier, but, like, one thing like, I absolutely love about Eddie is the fact that, like, obviously everyone on the outside hates him, but all of his friends are so loyal to him. Mm. Like, they all know how much this man cares for them, and they all... I don't know, I just love how loyal they are. And obviously, Dustin is completely right in the Eddie didn't do it train. Oh, yeah. He is convincing everyone. He's convincing the adults around him. And he's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And he manages, like, to convince them all. And he's right. Yeah. And just because, like, Eddie was just so, like, nice to, like, Dustin and, um... Yeah. I think he wants to call Mike Finn. It's Mike. It's Mike. Mike. <laughs> Can guarantee. Yeah. And, like, Lucas, and he, like, brings them into their little group. And then they're very clearly, like, outsiders and new to the high school. Yeah. And Eddie clearly looked at these, like, 14, like, 15-year-olds yeah. and was like, yeah, come and join my little D&D club and we can be friends. Mm. And he's got their back. And it pays off because... Dustin has his back, yeah. and they're able to help him. Oh, that's true. It, the kindness is repaid. Yeah. Yeah. And it means that, like, Dustin just has that loyalty to yeah. him and can stand up for him. Yeah. And it, obviously they make, like, a fun little duo. Oh, I love like, them together. Out, especially toward the end of the season. They're, like, a really fun little duo. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I, I really like that. I go to bat for him. Not just because I'm in love with him, <laughs> but also just because you would, because he absolutely deserves the world. Yeah. Well, because, like, like I said, when everyone gets to know him, they learn, like, yeah, he's very, very compassionate. He's so sweet. Yeah, and, like, one-on-one, like we see with Chrissy, he's such a nice guy. Yeah. And I bet a lot of these characters have had, like, a one-on-one with him. Yeah. Where he's just really nice. Yeah. Like, a really good friend. Yeah. And it means that they all believe him. And yeah. I know, I love that. Yeah. And it also explains why no one else believes that Eddie didn't do it. Everyone thinks mm. Eddie's done it because no one knows Eddie because no yeah. one got to know Eddie yeah. one on one yeah. and learn that he's a really nice guy and a really good friend and mm. everyone hated him and thought he was weird and a freak and so when it came out that he murdered Chrissy everyone was like yeah that checks confirmation out. bias mm-hmm. yeah that all checks out yeah but for Dustin that makes no sense because it doesn't because <laughs> it it stinks of something else happened there yeah it doesn't compute yeah yeah yeah. And he's still so lovely, even when the town is shitty to him. Yeah. Like, you can imagine that Chrissy and her friends probably did say shit about Eddie, but as soon as Chrissy is there and needs him, he's completely nice to her. Yeah. He does everything he can for her. Like, one of my favourite traits in a fictional character. He also has the one where, when the world treats you like garbage, you still find it in your heart to be kind. Yeah. And I love it so much. Like, it's what Brienne has in Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. It's what Nightcrawler has, Kurt has in, in yeah. the X-Men, like... The world shoots you like fucking garbage and you have every right to just be like spit vitriol back and mm-hmm. you still find it in your heart to be nice to everyone. Yeah. That takes like so much strength. Yeah. I love it. And he has that. It's really sweet. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. When they find him in that like... Dude. Dude. What is that? Don't. The boathouse. The boathouse. That's the word. Dude. Oh, he's so <sighs> scared. He's like a frightened animal. Mm-hmm. He's so skittish. Yeah. And he's just terrified. Mm-hmm. Oh, my poor boy. Oh, and it's just, yeah. it's kind of insane because, like, last episode we saw him standing on a table projecting oh, yeah. confidence to the entire room and now he's just cowering in the corner 
shaking. Because he just saw a murder. Uh-huh. And he knows they're going to blame him for it. Yeah, it makes him, I don't know, it really humanises him. Yeah. And, like, it just shows how young he is. Yeah. He's, what, like, 19? Probably. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. He's, he's still a teenager. Like... I would be doing that. I'm 22. I'd still be running into a corner. <laughs> yeah. It's just, like, he looks like he's going to cry. He's like fully shaking and like Dustin has to like like a like a to calm an animal, like go mm-hmm. to him like it's alright, it's me, this is Steve. <laughs> this is Max, she never plays D D, right? Like telling like random facts like you do to someone who's clearly not okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And like yeah, because like both because he knows the cops are gonna come for him. This is not gonna go well for him. Pretty mm-hmm. sure the death penalty still exists in America. And because whatever killed Chris, you could just come for him. Yeah. He's just so scared. And yeah. he has no one. He, at least he probably fully mm-hmm. believes he has no one. Yeah. He has no reason to think Dustin's going to come for him because he doesn't know how ride or die these guys are. Oh, yeah. He might think no one's going to come for him. He's probably just waiting. Yeah, I mean, he probably thinks that no one will believe him as well. Yeah. And, like, he thinks Steve's a twat because he was. Mm. If Steve showed up, I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm done. Oh, shit. They've come for me, right? Yeah. Oh, they've convinced Dustin I've done it. No. <laughs> Thank God he's friends with the people who know about supernatural things. <laughs> He's just like holding the little broken bottle up to Steve. Resourceful, by the way, with a weapon. Mm. I wouldn't have thought of that. Oh. He also probably drunk that beer. My poor boy. <laughs> he does really like beer. I just love when he's holding the bottle up to Steve and Steve is looking at him like, this better not awaken something in me. <laughs> God damn it. He's just super traumatized. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, even, even at this point, when he's displaying more like fear as a character, I, it still doesn't work for me that his character arc is cowardice. Like, this feels reasonable. Like, this feels yeah. more than reasonable. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Steve and Eddie briefly? Because, <laughs> like, last <laughs> podcast when we recorded this, we came into it with, like, Steve and Eddie are a thing, right? Yeah, whatever. And then we kind of, like, slowly convinced ourselves into shipping it. Because <laughs> there's a lot for it, to be fair. Yeah. I have read fanfiction of it since. Mm. It's fine. It hasn't gripped me, though. Has it not? No. Maybe I haven't read the right stuff, but they don't click for me. Uh, I thought I thought you were buying it. I'm not gonna lie. It's fine. Mm. Maybe I need to read- I think I need to read the right characterization of the two. I mean, if you read a million of them and it's not going- I think I've only read, like, three. I've mainly read Eddie Reader fanfiction because I want to <laughs> fuck Eddie first. Steve second. I think maybe I'm still feeling a bit protective. Right. I don't. Okay. I don't want someone else to date him yet. Okay. Eventually, I'll be alright with it. So you're gonna fight Steve Harrington, and I will win. Eddie. Yeah, I could yeah. do it. Yeah. I'll just mention that he has no bitches, <laughs> and he'll be sad, <laughs> and I win. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the one thing I kept thinking this whole season is that Steve's whole thing is that like he doesn't know what he wants, and like he's dated all these girls, and he doesn't know what he likes. He basically seems to have dated every girl his age, and like I'm just sitting there like. Has he tried men? Like, that seems like the obvious next step, right? Is men. Yeah. Not just because I want everyone to be gay, but also just like, that feels like the obvious next step. Men. Eddie? Someone? Oh my goodness, Eddie. Oh my god, look who it is. It's Eddie. Hi, Eddie. This gay man. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's fun enough. I'm not gonna, I'm not sitting here like actively rooting for it, but it's fun. Yeah. You know. It's sweet. It's a fun dynamic. Yeah. Obviously people fucking love it because two attractive white boys. Yeah. So good for them. It does have enemies to lovers. 
Yeah, a little bit. It's quite nice. Yeah. They're very different. I think if you lean into Steve's preppy side and his, like, good boy side, it's kind of a fun dynamic. Yeah. Yeah, let, let them have the opposites attract. Yeah. And then it's quite fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, I can't remember how we convinced ourselves last time. I think we'll get there. I think we'll do it again. I accidentally. We'll do it all over again. We won't realise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll get there. Right, should we go through... On, mean, the, on the run? To maybe? be fair, we don't see him for a while. He's just kind of... They're a bit busy, and he's just kind of snoozing in the boathouse. Yeah, he's just kind of hiding. While Jason and his gang of <laughs> men in black suited up dickheads are looking for him. Uh-huh. We do see him again in episode five, when he calls him on the, the walkie-talkie, and he calls himself Eddie the Banished. Like, he's still trying to, like, be lighthearted about it, even though people are coming at him with pitchforks and torches. Yeah. 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 Process your humour with feelings. That feels like a him thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He asks Nancy for a beer, and I wrote down, I'll get you a beer, king. I'll get you anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> Nancy, get him the beer! Oh my god, Nancy! That That might be contentious in our relationship. I don't like beer. I'm not going to oh. kiss him when he's drunk beer. Oh, see, that's where, that's where I have the upper hand. I love <gasps> oh, beer. Oh, fuck. I had two beers last night. I love beer. Damn it. Rhiannon one, Margaret zero. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret ten. Let's be real. We have more in common. <laughs> Rhiannon one. Okay. Alright. Yeah, just, oh, he's just sitting in that cabin. Mm-hmm. And the religious militia of dickheads just running around. They're just so comically evil in their suits. It's kind of fun. It's a bit embarrassing, isn't it? I mean, I didn't even realise they were coming from the funeral. I thought they just dressed up for it. You know? <laughs> oh, it's, it's a bit cringe. Let's go, it? lads. Let's go. Do you think that they came out the funeral in the suits and then were like, alright, let's change. And they kind of looked at each other and was like, well, hold on. This is a vibe. Hold on should a we moment. put that away, Bruno? I think we should stay like this. I, I think Eddie will be more intimidated if we show up dressed like this. Not because I like it, but because Eddie will hate it. Yeah, exactly. Let's go, girls. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <Jason> with bats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> and what? <laughs> Can you imagine them doing, like, you know the beginning of um the Obi-Wan show where the three of them line up and they kind of stand and then they go, and go, and they're like, bam, bam, bam. <laughs> it takes them, that's why it took them so many episodes to find Eddie, because mm-hmm. they're just strutting around Hawkins, like, yes, they're yes, yes. What are we doing again? They could have found him like three episodes ago. <laughs> if only they'd been concentrating. Yeah. They yeah. just kept checking themselves out in the mirror. It's like, damn. Oh my god, Jason, you look amazing. Thank you, oh Simon. Oh my god, you look amazing. No homo, though. Unless homo? No homo, but oh my god, Jason, you look so good. Just like, just the whole thing and the shoes. What you, are they your dad's shoes? They're your shoes? Damn. Jason. Are they new? I want to be just like you, Jason. You have to know where you got those shoes, Jason. Honestly, <laughs> I wouldn't look as good as you in the shoes. Obviously not, they're your shoes. I'll get different shoes. Different but similar shoes. Oh, you're so cool, Jason. We're going to match. I love you, Jason. You know Jason is not listening. <laughs> Jason cannot hear He's them. like, where is Eddie? <laughs> I mean, not going to lie. Eddie being on his mind, we're gay. Like, I don't want to get- I don't want this guy to be gay because I don't want to- I don't want to claim him, but not going to lie, his obsession with Eddie, we're gay. Just saying. Well, gay Jason. Yeah. Come on. Thinking about him a lot, aren't you, Jason? Was it, what's that thing of like, fellas, is it gay to be hunting down your arch nemesis in revenge of your girlfriend? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. 
fell over the gate to leave a funeral and then go and find <laughs> a kid in my year with a baseball bat? Maybe. A little bit. Only if your shoe buddy is with Simon. And what? <laughs> Just imagine them like, okay. Lads, we got this map. Okay, we're gonna do this location next. I think he's gonna be there. Okay. And someone just walks in and is just like, hey guys, which tie should I do? And they're like, this one. Anyway. <laughs> the blue, obviously. Matches your eyes. Anyway. Matches <laughs> <Kiss> your eyes. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jason. Anyway, do we have the Molotov cocktails? <laughs> someone comes up, oh my god, get changed. What are you wearing? Come on. Creative black tie! Kevin, come on! Revenge black tie, Kevin. Look, go home, change, we'll wait. We'll pay for your suit. We have an extra. We have a whole stall. <laughs> go to the back, get changed. Jesus Christ, honestly. It's like you're trying to embarrass us. People these days. It's like Eddie won't take us seriously if we're not dressed in unison. <laughs> and then Kevin comes out and they're like, It's a size too big, Kevin. Come on! I know, Christ, I know you want to be a medium, like Jason, because we all do. But you're a skinny bitch. You're a small. Get back in there. Honestly, Kevin, back to the gym. You are not a size medium. You are a small, my friend. <laughs> my brother in Christ, you're a small. So I'm gonna be so mad. take this seriously. We have to be in unison. Eddie will be terrified. Mm -hmm. Kevin, I'm looking at you. Do it on your own. Come on. Up front. Up front. Okay. And one, two, three, four. Okay. No. You know what, Kevin? You're at the back. Yeah. You've lost your privileges. You're at the back. You were at the front. Now you're at the back, Kevin. Just know that I am disappointed in you. Mm -hmm. Whilst you're at the back, think about what you... And maybe one day, you'll come back to the front. <laughs> but until then, I see you. Don't sass me. Don't roll your eyes at me. <laughs> Come back and you take this seriously. <laughs> like, you don't want Eddie to confess. <laughs> Meanwhile, Eddie's in the boathouse like, Oh god, these guys are so dangerous. I'm so screwed. <laughs> I bet they're out there right now. Oh, they're gonna get me. They're coming for me right now. They're on the way. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jason is thinking like, Is this part of the choreography too repetitive? I've already done this eight count already. No, it's fine. Is Eddie gonna like this? What if Eddie thinks I'm stupid? And Jason like sits down like, What if Eddie thinks this is dumb? Like, what if Eddie doesn't like dance? <laughs> no, 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 that's impossible. Maybe I should cut it down to 45 minutes. <laughs> Maybe it's a bit excessive. No. We didn't get this far by doubting your vision, Jason. <laughs> we got this far by knowing that the only one who knows what's right is you. Oh, this is too stupid. So <laughs> the God Squad and their dance moves. I'm gonna rewatch Stranger Things now. I'll be bored when they're just walking <laughs> normally. Oh no, you're waiting for it. And then they just 
They're just walking. Because mm-hmm. I can see it in my head now, the strut. Not a hip sway in sight. No. <laughs> As they're just charging with their backs. Boo. Boo. Boring. I do love, again, just them being absolute idiots. I love when they go to the boathouse, eventually. They mm. find where he is. And they walk into the house, and they see a pot on the stove with, like, leftover spaghettios, and they're like, <gasps> It's him. He's here. <laughs> like, they know. Jason's like, well. it's his favourite food. I've seen him eat it at lunch. I wasn't looking. Observing. I don't know what he eats for lunch every day. Do you guys know? It says he every other day. He really likes spaghettios. That genuinely is what it implies, though. Yeah. Because someone does live at that place. Reefer Rick lives in Absolute that place. legendary icon Reefer Rick. They could be his. His spaghettios. No, they but see no, him. Like, they see Eddie. it and they're like, he's here. That's got Eddie Munson written all over I it. I can smell it. It's he'd... literally spelled out with the spaghettios. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie was here. <laughs> Eddie's the best. <laughs> You're never gonna get me. Do you think Eddie's been here, guys? <laughs> they rearrange him. It says like D die, and they're like, oh, "It's D die. He's here." Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> We've got him, lads. I really thought Eddie was gonna be here. <laughs> they look on their list. It's like find Eddie, find D die, tick tick. We've got one of them. <laughs> oh and then he's just god. looking at the boathouse, like, really? I was getting bored. I wanted to be caught. Wow, seriously. I'm, I'm standing right here. Guys, wow. hello? Jason. Jason walks up and is like, have you seen Eddie Munson? <laughs> and he's like, I don't think so. He's like, God, you're all fucking useless. Uh, he's, so caught away. Up. <laughs> he's so caught up in his vision. Uh-huh. Everything's blank. Uh-huh. People these days. God. And then he walks away and he gets in the car and they drive. And then 10 minutes later, he's like, oh my God. Crashes <laughs> <laughs> the car. Eddie Munson. <laughs> Not this time! <laughs> I'll get you this time! <laughs> I'm gonna get away from you now! Eddie's on the boat already. Oh my god. He gets back and sees the boat. It's like, oh my god, it's Eddie! And Eddie's like, oh, finally. Shit. I, I stopped for like five minutes to let them catch up. I had a smoke break. The head start felt unfair. <laughs> oh no. It's gonna be so sad when we have to talk about when Jason gets ripped in half. Oh. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah, he deserved it. Jason's friend dies first, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, they find Speaking Eddie. Of the boat. Eddie pulls a Gendry. Yeah. Gets in the boat. Gets, gets in the, the lake. Well, I like that he's smart and resourceful. Me Good too. for him. I, I talked about this last time, but like, I'm, if I'm overthinking it and thinking about being a DM, you have to be resourceful as yeah. a DM yeah. and improv when your players do ridiculous things. Oh, Love that for him. And yeah, this guy can catch a fucking break because another guy. Decides to get Vecnered right in front of him. Oh. Another trauma. Another trauma. Another dead kid. That happens five feet from him. Yeah. With a witness to say who it was. Yeah. And this is what like pushes Jason over the edge. Because Jason says in an earlier scene, he's like, I don't believe in that supernatural shit. Mm-hmm. And after this, he's like, I believe in that supernatural shit. Yeah. This is definitely Satan. Yeah. I mean, as much as Jason is the worst, it really is his... Worst week ever. Because that's yeah. it's implied that that's like his, his like bestie. Is this a Jason episode? <laughs> this is a fuck Eddie. Jason. Oh, no. He came for the Eddie, he stayed for the Jason. For Jason. But genuinely, <clears throat> this is yeah. this man's worst week ever. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna canonize that's his bestie. He's always by his side. I think that's his best mate right there. Yeah, that's um what's his name? We'll give him a name. He probably has one. Give is him a new name. Ethan? 
His name's now Ethan. His name's now Ethan. And we never, in the flashback scenes we were talking about where they were choreographing, he never yelled at Ethan because Ethan is always doing exactly what he wants. Ethan's right by his side. Yeah. Him and and Ethan. He doesn't suck up to him. Just a natural bestie. Yeah. You know you can rely on Ethan. good friends. Yeah. Yeah, the bros. Know each other since they were kids. Oh, Ethan. Just childhood best friend right there. (sighs) Gotta feel for Jason, you know. I know. Who's this Eddie guy? I've forgotten. Who the hell is Eddie? Jason for the win. Jason. (laughs) Point. Oh yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Sends you know what? Jason further over the edge. <laughs> they could bond over how this is their worst week ever. They'd be like, "Oh my god, I liked Chrissy. I liked Chrissy too. She mm-hmm. was great." Oh my god, Ethan died. That's like, oh my god, he did. That was awful. Mm-hmm. But no, no. Jason decides to double down. Jason is like Eddie did it. Ooh, I know what's happening here. Satan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. who's connected to Satan? That guy on the boat. <laughs> Like it's like like God or like no, no. that guy on the boat. The guy on the boat. Eddie, I do like that when uh, as sad as it is when Ethan dies, it's very traumatic. Eddie like flops back off the boat into the water. Yeah. Two left feet. Bless him. I don't think he's a good dancer. No, me neither. Maybe he wouldn't be a good riff when he's I, doing I think, cool. I think he could like learn. I don't think he's a natural dancer. I think he'd like struggle through it, but he could do it eventually. I, I think he absolutely makes it work. With the performance. Yes. The steps aren't there, but the you know what? He makes up for it. That's yeah. what you need in cool. I mean, you can do the steps, but you've really just got to have the jazz. Yeah. Honestly, just let him watch Mike Chang. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mike Chang would be his favourite. Would he? No. No. I just kind of wanted that. Curtin-Tina. Curtin-Tina? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Mike's maybe, too normal. Maybe he likes Mike because of Tina. Or maybe he thinks he's not good enough for Tina. Tina deserves someone better. Mmm. Yeah. I don't know who, because Tina is a nightmare to, to everyone. I was about to list someone, and I was like, oh, no. Vapor Rub, no. Blade, oh. no, Sam, no. 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 Sam, I forgot about that. Oh, well, she ends up with Artie. Maybe he likes Do Tina they end Artie. up together? Yeah, they do. Uh, in the last episode. That's great. Because remember in season... Why am I talking about... Remember in season <laughs> Tina proposes this. to Mike, then Mike's like, no, and then in the last episode... Tina and like Artie are like, oh, congrats on your new film, Artie. I love you. Wonderful. Yeah. I think Eddie <laughs> hated that. No one is good enough for Tina. Tina deserves herself. Great. Ships Tina with happiness. <laughs> Tina with some self reflection, <laughs> some self confidence. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. What were we talking about? We, we were on we're something. Talking, we're on the boat. Dead Ethan. Oh, yeah. Poor, poor Eddie. But we're, we're past that. He's on the run we? again. He's running from the cops He's once running. again. Stealing some walkie-talkies from some wood sites. Mm-hmm. How does he bump into Dustin again? I can't remember. Well, because he gets the walkie-talkie from the wood camp and then gets them to meet at Skull Rock. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah, yeah I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go there? Let's go there. Skull Rock. Okay. See you guys later. Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're physically going through Skull Rock. I wonder where that is. Is that like a place? A Skull Rock a thing? Or was it like a... Because it, it's clearly a set, but like it's hmm. it's a woods. I wonder where it is. Don't know. Oh, I don't go. like walking this very well, I'm afraid. Oh, let's go. Let's go take a picture. Oh, let's go rock. Let's go rock. And like, I'll dress as Eddie. Yeah. And then we can wait in line to take a picture with Skorok with all the other Eddie cosplayers. Yeah. 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 That's just gonna be me on Halloween. I was about to say, I still think you should do that for Halloween. I, I was thinking about it, and I realized that all I have to buy is a Hellfire T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I have everything else. Fair play. 
Anyway. Anyways. Skull Rock. <clears throat> I mean, to be fair, the only time we really see him is right when he jumps down at the end of the scene and is like, I concur, Dustin! Oh, yeah. He's still in good spirits. He is. Somehow. <sighs> fair play. I love him so much. There's something about- I don't think I've ever thought this before, but his really positive energy is just kind of sexy. I yeah. just I just love what like a positive, confident guy he is. There's something about it. Yeah. An inner peace that yeah. I aspire to. <laughs> like I don't know, I feel like there's a version of this character that perhaps was on paper that's a little more cynical. Where like his his charisma was like a front for his like deep insecurities and him being like kind of a cowardly guy. I feel like there's a version of this that's a lot less endearing that might have been on the page that fits better with the character arc of his like cowardice. Yeah. But I feel like what we get is a guy who's just like really positive and yeah. encouraging and like compassionate. Mm -hmm. And it makes you really, really like him. Yeah. Yeah, genuinely. Makes him really fucking likable. His little hug with Dustin. Yeah. It's like, bro. Yeah, he brings a really nice energy to this little group. Yeah. Because, like, this, this little squad is the best squad, we can agree, right? Oh, the Scooby Squad, yeah. Yeah, the Steve, yeah, the Scooby Squad. It's yeah. the best squad. And he brings, like, such a good energy to it, he makes it so much oh, better. he's a perfect fit. Yeah. Especially amongst, like, quote-unquote the adults. Yeah. Like, he, he, you need someone who's not super cynical. He's yeah. just a positive guy who's fun and silly. Yeah. Everyone else is traumatised. <laughs> he's fun and silly. Yeah, he slips right This is in. his first rodeo. He's having a good time. Yeah, I think he does a good job of, like, of, like, I mean, because obviously, like we've said before, like, the Duffer Bros, like, bringing in new characters quite a bit. Mm. And, like, I, I quite like it when they bring in new characters, because you get to see a new person reacting yeah. to all of the supernatural stuff. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, a fun reaction, just yeah. to have a person learn for the first time that there's a, a like, a dimension underneath their dimension. Yeah. Where evil things are gonna come and try and kill you. Yeah. I don't know, I think he's really, like, fun to, like, not only new to the group, but, like, new to the, the world. Yeah, that's true. As well. You have the little conversation where they're trying to explain it to him and he's like, ghosts? And they're like, bro. Mm -hmm. Think bigger. Yeah. <laughs> it's even worse than ghosts. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I don't know, he's a fun, like, especially because all the other characters are so they're so just used to this yeah. by now. This is just another day in the life. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go kill Vecna? Sick. Great, cool. Yeah. And none of them are phased by it because they're all so used to it and they're all so young so they've all yeah. grown up with it. And it's fun kind of having like someone as like a viewer insert like in a way. Like an audience surrogate thing. Yeah, just yeah. kind of reacting and being surprised and kind of reminding you just how like I'm struggling to find the word but like just how used to it mm. that like Nancy and Steve and Robin, how used to it they all are. Mm. I don't know, I like that. It's always yeah. fun bringing a new person to kind of be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I like it too. Yeah. That's good. I think he's the best version of that. Yeah. 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 But the Duffers always kill him off because they, they can't bring themselves to kill their precious characters. Yeah. So they'll kill Samwise Gamgee instead. Mm hmm. Rest in peace, Bob. Rip Bob. I like when um he gives Dustin the hug. And then he kind of, like, gives Dustin back over to Steve. And it's just, like, two divorced parents, like, passing him off, like, passing mm -hmm. the kid back. Yeah, that is Dustin's mum and dad right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've been that kid, and I know that feeling. I'm just like, <gasps> alright, here we go. Just gonna pass him you off. Yeah, bye. Aww. Yeah. No, not in a bad way. Yeah, yeah. It does feel weird, though. Mm -hmm. And hey, Eddie's clearly interested in the MILF. Steve Harrington, number one milf, what can I say? Kuraji. <laughs> he should have been on those, like, sun lounges with the other mums. <laughs> Watching Billy, like, oh my god. Oh my god, who is that Hell guy? Oh, no. <laughs> I 
lusty. <laughs> With like the the eighties like workout band. Yep. I mean, isn't there a shot in season three? Well, there's like a guy leading like an exercise class, and Steve's just kind of gazing at him, mm-hmm. and it's clearly meant to mean something else. But it's like, Steve, Steve, Steve. you look gay, Steve. Hello. <laughs> Steve gives very gay though. He gives closeted yeah. gay. He does a bit. Gay panic. Yeah. Yeah. I like that scene at Skull Rock. Yeah, me too. I mean, they. The first thing I've written down for that fucking scene is they they reinforce the foreshadowing for his arc where he says, like, I did the thing I do now, apparently, which is run. And just, like, yeah, him being all cynical about it. And, like, it's, again, it's every time they remind me of his arc, it feels so reductive to him as a character. Mm. Because, like, I don't see anything he's ever done in these situations as cowardly. Like, he ran from Jason who was trying to kill him as Ethan got Vecnid again. Mm -hmm. Like, and the, the cops still think he did it. Like, I... In that moment, it's I. It would make more sense if he was like, "Oh, I'm a coward, and I did a really cowardly thing, yeah. and God, I hate myself." But no, one. He doesn't seem to hate himself. He seems like a very confident guy. Yeah. And he did a very reasonable thing. I don't know. Every time they bring that up, it always feels like a reductive way of viewing this really complex character they've built. Yeah. And I can only imagine it's probably something that was originally on paper that then Joseph Quinn just like brought a different energy and a more like yeah. compassionate, like mature, complex. Emotionally yeah. intelligent energy too, or maybe like maybe like the way that Vecna was killing them was a little bit different because obviously mm. Vecna is killing them all in their minds, and so maybe they could maybe they were like aiming to do a bit more of a thing of like Eddie is there as like Vecna is actually killing Chrissy like physically, and mm-hmm. he could have stepped uh, in to do something, okay. but he ran. I don't think yeah. that's what they were doing, but like I don't know that would have shown the running thing a bit. Yeah, more. maybe there was an earlier draft where like. Yeah. There was more of a situation where he did an actual cowardly thing. Yeah, like, which is obviously still justified because he can't take on Vecna. No, but he could still view himself as a coward. Yeah. And the audience could potentially if they wanted to. Yeah, because there was nothing he could have done to save Chrissy. No. Because Vecna was killing Chrissy in her mind. And he had no idea what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. Same with Ethan. Yeah. Yeah. Just every time they bring up this arc, I'm like, it feels like an earlier version of the script or just kind of reductive to his character that was built differently on set. Yeah. And that Joseph maybe built differently. Yeah. Yeah. So it always feels out of place to me. I know. I got, got what you mean. I got yeah. what you mean. But I, I like when Dustin's, like, saying all these, like, electromagnetic science terms and figuring out the gate, and then he's just sitting there like, shit, it's physics again. Oh, Aww. fuck. I didn't pass physics. Oh, it's like, he didn't, did I you? love my little delinquent. He's so sweet. <laughs> and, like, he makes everything a little Lord of the Rings metaphor. Probably to help himself, yeah. but also just like, he loves mm. fantasy, man. Do you have the quote written down? Because it's such a cute quote. I do. Dustin suggests that they go find the gate, and it's a terrible idea. And Eddie just goes like, sounds like you're asking me to follow you into Mordor. Which is obviously a pretty bad idea. However, the Shire is burning. <laughs> so Mordor it is. I love that. It's great. I love that quote. Yeah. And then Steve's just like, what's Mordor? <laughs> And everyone around them, like, is, like, confused. Then when Eddie runs off, they're like, oh, oh, we're going. Oh, that means we're going. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Only Dustin caught what that meant. Yeah. It was for Dustin only. I like the idea that he, like, he acts this way because he enjoys it, but also just to make, like, the kids happy. Yeah. To make other people smile. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, I, I like how he keeps, like, bringing in, like, fiction and fantasy into his real life to kind yeah. of help him perceive Cope. it in a way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
to be fair, if you asked me to go into a dangerous situation that I didn't want to, I'd be like, it's just like Mordor, right? Right, Margaret? They were able mm-hmm. to do that, right? Yeah, you can yeah. do it. Well, that's genuinely what I think is the most relatable thing about this man. Yeah. Because like, I, I do that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, okay, real life is getting a bit too much right now. I'm going to fictionalise it. Yeah. And I'm just going to live in there for a minute. Yeah. And it just helps you kind of like comprehend it a bit better, weirdly. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Hang on, what's this? I mean, he once again, respectful of women, he helps Nancy into the boat, and he's not creepy about <laughs> it, he's just a gentleman, yeah. respects women. Yes. And then, we get the Fruity Four! <laughs> which I've learned is what people call them. I'm obsessed with that. The Fruity Four, because they're all gay as hell. That's so fun. That's so fun. <laughs> I love this fucking squad. Yeah. What an amazing squad. I wish we had so much more of it. I know. It's just like, God, finally, Steve has some friends his own age. Thank God. All of these people needed friends their yeah. own age. Steve Harrington needs at least one adult friend. <laughs> More glee. <laughs> More glee, goddammit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I like it because people ship um, Nancy and Robin, which I really do see. I yeah. really like that. And Steve and Eddie, and it's like, they hang out and be gay. Yeah. And I like that. That's so cute. And Eddie is definitely checking Steve out when he takes off his shirt. <laughs> I see it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, he... Steve gets taken under the water and everyone goes one by one and he's like nope I'm not doing this it's just me this is fucking stupid this is so stupid okay yeah. <laughs> I'll go yeah fine I like everyone else like gracefully like dives into the water and he's just like okay and he just kind of fumbles back into the yeah. water and like splashes in yeah well, like they're all just so used to it yeah this is into the, the abyss. average day <laughs> For Nancy. Yeah. She does this shit all the time. Yeah. He doesn't. I wouldn't have done it. I don't know about you. I wouldn't oh, have gotten no. it. I'm bad at swimming anyway. No. I wouldn't have done it. No. No. Again, I like, I know that. that this is meant to be a point that he's kind of cowardly. Like, he talks to Steve later mm. and is like, I only went in because I didn't want to be the only one alone. But, like, to me, this is a realistic reaction. And he went. I wouldn't have. To me, that's, yeah. like, a sign of courage, not cowardice. <laughs> yeah. Like, to me, and because he, he still does it, and he's like, this is fucking dumb, and it's like, it is dumb. This is something you should not do, mm-hmm. but you did. Good but for you, you man. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, if, if there had been a moment where he actively does, I don't know, like, if there was a moment like this where he did, like, not follow and not help, then his arc would have made more sense. Yeah. But he does go, and he does help, and, like... He seems like a courageous guy to me. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It makes his arc even less impactful and make even less yeah, sense. Yeah, a little bit. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, because they implied that he just did it because of peer pressure. But, like... He still did it. He still did it. <laughs> he still went. Even if the motivation was a bit not as, like, courageous, he still did it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't know. have done it. Actually, no, I probably would have. The peer... I... The peer pressure could have got me. I think I would have tried. I don't think I would have been able to hold my breath for that <laughs> long. I might have just come back up for her and be like, I'm sorry, guys. Bye. Have Bye. fun. I fucking love the fruit and four in the upside down. It's good shit. Yeah. The only thing I do get about his arc is that even in, like, when he's in the hero role, like the rest of them, he's still not much of a fighter. Like, Nancy's grabbing an axe and they're going for the bats and he's, like, kind of... Getting at them with a spear, but he's yeah. not doing much. I like how he's not much of a fighter, because he wouldn't be. That's the actual thing that makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. He hasn't picked up a gun before. Yeah. So he wouldn't be very good at it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. 
The bats are gone, they screaming. He's like, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> I like how he's still eccentric and weird, even in this like really stressful situation. Because this episode's pretty interesting for him because he's in a very, very dangerous situation. Yeah. And he's a lot more normal. Like, he is just kind of a, a, a guy in yeah. all of these scenes. It shows that he's kind of putting it on for fun. But he still has his eccentric moments. Mm-hmm. So it is genuine. Yeah. Like, he is a silly guy. Yeah, because this is his most, like, vulnerable spot. And he wouldn't be acting like that if that isn't who he was, you yeah. know? So yeah. So I think this... I, I like that they introduce him very, very strongly in episode one. Mm. And then as he is forced to act more himself, we get to see him be more himself and wonder... As you strip everything away, what is actually genuine underneath there? Yeah. Um, and he's still st- as compassionate and fun and silly and weird. Yeah. It's, it's still just, him. It's just him. He just bumps it up to make everyone else happy. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I fucking love when he gives Steve his denim jacket like cover up slut. <laughs> yeah. He's making me embarrassed. Yeah. I find it really interesting when he's talking to Steve and he talks about how the like he he's prejudged Steve mm. and he thought that Steve was like this horrible douche guy from yeah. school and he obviously would have known him from school and he was in yeah. season one and season one Steve like that's fair enough yeah but obviously he gets to know Steve and know that Steve is an absolute muppet yep and just <laughs> fucking idiot mother to 12 kids <laughs> single mother and I don't know it's really interesting because obviously that's a massive part of Eddie's story is that the fact that he's prejudged mm. by everyone around him. And that's yeah. why he's in the situation that he is now, is because he got prejudged. It's just quite interesting that he is also guilty of that himself. Yeah, that's true. It's just another humanising trait of his, I feel. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. And obviously, and a lot of it is for Steve as well, just to like, have you seen season one? <laughs> you know? <laughs> have you seen season one? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, they released this scene yesterday, mm. just like the script. Oh, yeah. And it just showed that a lot of the, like, little moments were, like, improv between them. Yeah. Just because, like, they have great chemistry. But to be fair, a lot of the scene was from Steve's perspective, because I think a lot of the, like, I don't know what the word is, the descriptions between, like, the actual dialogue or, like, Steve being, like, quite, like, like, heartfelt and quite happy that Eddie was, like, complimenting him and viewing him in such a positive way. Yeah. I don't know how Eddie felt in this situation to really say, but you get the feeling that just Eddie... Is probably being a bit vulnerable about around a guy his age. Yeah. Whether or not they're gay. <laughs> yeah. He's still just like, I can be real with you, man. Yeah. And it's a I, I think he, he feels like he has to be less defensive when he's actually around people who he now knows are cool. Yeah. And who are, like have his back. Well yeah, like it's well, a nice moment. He he got to know Steve. Yeah. And learned that Steve is actually kinda cool. Yeah. I know it's nice. It it is a little weird when he tries to <laughs> bump up the Steve and Nancy romance. You know that like yeah. brief moment where he's like, you should date Nancy, and I'm like, this feels like a weird thing to give Eddie to say. He does yeah. not give half a shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's not focusing on how much Steve likes Nancy in this moment. Well, they've already had Robin say it like 12 you times. You needed someone else too. Someone else It just feels weird it. coming from Eddie, because Eddie doesn't care. Why would Eddie care about Steve and Nancy maybe getting back together? I don't think no. I don't think he even sees the chemistry there. No. I see the chemistry with Joe Keery and yeah. Joseph Quinn. Yeah. They have fabulous chemistry. Yeah, they do. They're so cute, even behind the scenes. Have you seen those interviews with Joe Keery saying like they're like yeah. bonded for life? Yeah. Fuck, it's so cute. Yeah, they were at dinner the like few weeks ago. Oh my they? god, that's adorable. I love this scene with them. They're so fun. 
I like that Eddie calls him Aussie and Steve just doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. And Eddie's trying to explain about, like, Black Sabbath. Yeah. And Steve's just like, I don't know, man. I want to listen to his ABBA. Do you remember that ABBA headcanon we came up with that Steve loves yeah. ABBA? What did we say his favourite song was? You said Lay All Your Love On Me. I said Gimme, Gimme, Gimme. Yeah. I think that's right. Uh, yeah, I said But I think that. he absolutely loves it in the Mamma Mia movie that he watched when he was 40. Yeah. Um, he absolutely lost his mind when Meryl did Mamma Mia. You know, he loved it. You know that he saw the musical first yeah. and was like, the adaptation's coming. I'm so excited. Do you reckon he fan-casted Mamma Mia? Yes. And then when it <laughs> came out, he's just looking at Amanda Seyfried like, not what I would have gone for, but I respect it. Interesting choice. Hmm. I'm going to give her a chance, I think. I think. <laughs> and he's watching it, he's like, this isn't accurate to the musical. But I still love it. And he, he Do you know what? I respect it. their vision. Yeah. It's something different. I like it. I like it. Piers <laughs> Bronson, though. Piers Bronson. Bad choice. Could have given him some singing lessons. I'm sorry, don't, don't give him SOS. That's like the powerhouse <laughs> song. That's the emotional moment. They did him dirty Donna. there. And they gave him SOS? No. No. Terrible no. choice. I'm sorry. Just because he's a well-known name. <laughs> I mean, I get Hollywood, but seriously, come on. Mm-hmm. You're tarnishing the product. Whilst Dustin is just there like, shut up. Fucking shut up. Dustin's Please. asleep. <laughs> and he's talking to himself. Steve is asleep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I wish we got more of Eddie and Steve. I think they're just great together. Yeah. And they, they both act different when they're around each other. Mm-hmm. There's something about them where they don't feel like they have to pretend. They both feel yeah. a lot more vulnerable together. Yeah, I see that. Steve has an adult friend for once. That he doesn't have to parent. He's just like, ah, oh, my dude. Well, yeah, it's nice to just give him a friend. Look, at... Him and Robin are very cute. They mm. have 100% just separation anxiety. Oh, yeah. Those two. Same person. They cannot be apart. No. <laughs> he needs a casual friend. I feel them. Yeah. <laughs> that's us. Yeah, that's us. Yeah, I think last time he said they have career anxiety and I was like, like us. I still think about that. <laughs> Every really? so often I'm like... Oh, no. Career separation anxiety. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that too real for you? Yeah, I don't like that. Too savage. I see myself in this picture and I don't, <laughs> I don't like, it. like it. Is this fucking play about us? <laughs> yeah, I wish we had more um, Eddie and Steve. Yeah. And you can in fan fiction. Yeah. They're pretty good together. Yeah. Right now, my I'm not reading it much because what I'm reading is fan fictions where Eddie sees Will across the room and is like, I've got to help this kid. <laughs> I've got to help this boy. That's such a niche. Are there many of those? Oh boy, I didn't have to have to look for them. Really? I just keep coming across them oh. with Steve and Eddie. And Eddie just going and rinsing with him like, so Will, have you heard of gay people? And Will is like, I haven't. And Eddie's oh. like, do I have news for you? You're gonna <laughs> love this one. <laughs> and teaches him the gays. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. He can contribute something. Yeah. You know he and Will would have been good friends because Will the Wise, he loves D&D. Aww. Will spent all of season three complaining that all his mates had too many girlfriends when he just wanted to play D&D. Oh, he would have loved to be in the Hellfire Club. And Eddie would have loved him. in fucking California. With the bad plot. And bullies. And the bullies. And his weed-smoking brother that doesn't notice that he's gay until the very end. And Argyle, who has never helped another person in his life. Yeah. Uh, let Will be in the Hellfire Club. Eddie and Will would have been so cute. Mm-hmm. They would have been friends. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, because I feel like Steve became a parent to everyone but Will. I think Eddie would have been like, this one's mine. Yeah. You've got your kids. This, this one's my mine. Kid. 
Also, headcanon, I'd love the idea that Mike grows out his hair to look like Eddie's. Just, like, he's growing out the long bits and keeping the fringe. <laughs> to look like Eddie. Yeah, it just, he comes in and everyone's like, Jesus Christ. Subtle, really. Eddie's like, I love it. Now you look good. Uh-huh. That kid's got style. There's something about Mike. That kid's got style, you know? I love as, it. As, like, Mike is dressed in, like, a mini version <laughs> oh! of Eddie. Eddie's rush t-shirt mm. and his, like, ripped jeans. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, something about it. Mike looks good today. Good for that kid. <laughs> Again, respects women. He jumps to the ground to help Robin when the ground shakes beneath them. Respects women. Yeah. Also, I want him to hold me like that. <laughs> Robin, get out of the way. Out of the way, Robin. Have some respect, Robin. You're not interested in Eddie. I am. <laughs> we can bond over the gay later, Robin. Mm-hmm. Not right now. Mm-hmm. Women stick together until Eddie is around. <laughs> All feminism leaves your body. Yep, just for a moment. At the way, Robin. At the, get the fuck out of the way, Robin. <laughs> Eddie, hold me. Yes. <laughs> I fucking love Joseph Quinn's body language. Yeah. I mean, he brings so much to Eddie, but I love his body language. He's always, like, gesticulating and, like, moving around mm-hmm. and, like, flapping his arms. And, like, I fucking love when they're doing the, like, um, light bright thing. Um, connecting with Dustin he's like they're all like really nervous that it's not gonna work and he's just like got his arms like on his head Mm -hmm. like holding like his forearms on his head just like little like nervous ticks and like it brings so much to him he's always just like doing things with his hands Mm -hmm. that just brings so much to the character yeah he's just like a nervous guy yeah I love that and like when when Dustin sees the high and they all like react excitedly he just goes in and goes hi (laughs) no reason it's just silly (laughs) I see so many gifs when I look up Eddie on Twitter to like mm. get a feel for him before we do the episode. There's all these gifs of like him like having all these like affectionate touches with everyone, mm. like holding like Nancy's shoulder and she like looks around at him and like hi- him and Steve keep brushing up against each other all the time. Mm. There's this one where like he's leaning over the map and Steve's arm looks like it's on his ass fully, <laughs> and like I think Eddie like moves backwards and Steve just like kind of leans into it. It's just like little things. Yeah. I just like his body language. Yeah. I think it works really well. <laughs> I fucking love when Nancy's like, "Does anyone know Morse code?" And Eddie's like, "No." Wait, does SOS count? Is that is that good? And it's like he is smart. It's just that like the system oh. failed him. Like the system gave up on him. But like he is smart. He doesn't even know that he knows Morse code. Oh. Oh, I want to tutor him. Like he's got street smarts. He's got those street smarts. He doesn't call for help. It became more useful than he thought. Oh no! But yeah, I. It's clear that like he has some intelligence. Mm-hmm. He just the the system just clearly gave up on him. Yeah. Like it, I don't know how easy it is to fail high school. We don't really have that here. You yeah, don't. You, you don't, don't really. You don't graduate. You don't fail secondary school. You don't have to get enough points to. No. Yeah. You just get your grades and piss off. <laughs> yeah, basically. And we did, but like it can't be that easy to fail secondary school. Like I think the system just kind of gave up on him, probably because he's poor. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, you don't have time to do your homework because you're selling drugs. Too bad." Like high school again, we guess. Twice. Mm-hmm. Doing school again, like. He's clearly smart. And he doesn't even know when he is smart. Yeah. He doesn't even know the word for it. Oh, he's so sweet. Yeah. Fuck the system that gave up on him. Yeah. I do love when they bring out his mattress. And he's just like, I, uh, I, I don't know what those stains are. <laughs> it's kind of like piss stains. 
It's like, oh, Eddie. I wish it was cum stains. No, it's clearly like big, like piss stains. And I'm like, nice. have a nightmare, buddy. You alright? Nice. <laughs> I don't know why every time they play that music when the lights are on and the upside down they have like it gives me like such good feels from season one I'm like oh yeah. it's the music when Joyce had the lights the and like lights. there's something about it where I'm just like oh yeah the last season was actually so like you're genuinely sitting like come on come on come on get the get the letter get the letter. <laughs> yeah. yes yes you're yeah, genuinely the sitting bright. there it's really sweet yeah just something about that music I feel like they haven't used it since season one and you're like yay they're doing it! Oh, yeah. yeah. We're all so happy when it works. Oh, like, from I both sides. Yeah. They're like, yes! I love these guys. Oh, this is the best squad. I love all of them so much. Mm -hmm. If we had less of Russia, we could have had more of this. Less of David Harbour doing <laughs> the great escape. David Harbour and his, like, deleted scenes from Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> With Jack and Hagar. <laughs> I don't yeah. need it. Yeah. You watched more of it than me. I had to skip through it to watch all of mm. the Eddie scenes. You watched a bit more of it than me. Was it worth it? No, it was very boring. No. And then I started skipping through. Ah. And honestly, it didn't make a difference. No. <laughs> it made no difference to the story. I don't know why he was fighting a, a demo dog at the end with a sword, but I didn't I care. Know. I don't know either. I like when he and Joyce fucked, though. That made me happy. Yeah. I do ship them. Me too. Me too. They're fun. I love how much David Harbour ships them. He's been, like, yelling about it for years. Yes. Like, finally. Mm -hmm. And they kiss so much. Oh, I love them. I'm so happy for my parents. Yeah, honestly. It's just, like, <laughs> everyone's parents. Like, yay, yay, getting together. Do you want to talk about episode nine? Wait, eight. We're on eight. Yes. Oh, my God. I think probably one of my favourite Eddie moments is no offense to Nancy when Nancy is getting Vecnaed. Um, but <laughs> Nancy. Fuck Nancy. I actually really like Nancy. Yeah. But, like, they're frantically looking around for music to save her. And just, like, Robin is in Eddie's room because they're in his trailer. Just, like, like Madonna, Blondie, Bowie, Beatles. Like, we need music. And Eddie's like, this is music. <laughs> so fucking funny. Yeah. I love that. I love his taste. Madonna. I know. Blondie. Yes. Yeah. Bowie. Yes. He loves his rock and his metal as well, but he's got he's got variety. He's got in there. taste. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Clips of Madonna. And he's on a little edgy. Mm -hmm. I want him just like on his bed, being like, "I'm such a fucking edgy boy. I'm awesome. I sell drugs." And just him just like on his bed, like on his front with his legs in the air, just listening to like Material Girl, like yeah. kicking around his legs, like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that's him. I love that. I think that's what Steve listens to when he comes over. Yeah, but Steve, like, pretends to not like any of it. Eddie doesn't. Oh, Ed yeah. Eddie, like... Eddie has no shame. Eddie's absolutely no it's shame. It's music. He will constantly talk about how much he loves Madonna. Yeah, completely. Steve will pretend not to. Yeah. yeah. Steve thinks he's too cool. Yeah. Eddie's like, no. <laughs> I could see Eddie doing, like, Bowie for Halloween. Oh, yeah. A little Ziggy Stardust, like... Yeah, that's fun. Actually, I think he'd paint that on Steve... Yeah. The makeup. Yeah. They do that for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Just like, oh, Eddie's so tired. Like, this is his first monster fight. He's not ready for this. He's like, okay, guys. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like, he, he's not done this before. And he's already exhausted. Meanwhile, Nancy's like, I'm just revving up. Where's my first shotgun? I'm ready. Get him to me. Oh, Nancy. Nancy's like, I haven't killed anyone in weeks. Oh, yes. Let's go. Let's get out the way, Eddie. Honestly, Nancy with a shotgun so fucking hot. Mm -hmm. That's mother. Yeah. 
Yeah, good for her. Honestly, if I can't have Eddie, I want Nancy instead. <laughs> She's my second. Yeah. yeah. She's so hot. Oh, he's wearing the Mike Myers mask. That, I, I do really like that shot where he comes around the corner and it, like, moves around and yeah. it shows the gang. And then, like, that long shot as they're, like, running through the trailers. Mm-hmm. It, it's quite funny. It's really funny. You're just sneaking around with yeah. the mask on. And then, again, it's like with the weed and the ketamine. Like, I'm fine with stealing cars. Maybe don't steal people's homes. <laughs> don't steal a caravan. While they're yelling after you. While they chase after their like, home. Oh, my God. And they're all there, like... Oops. Just, yeah. just take two cars. <laughs> I know you're There's, all friends. And you have separation anxiety. You have separation anxiety. Just get in two cars. To be fair, watching them try and decide who gets in which car would take an hour. <laughs> As they try and decide, like, well, I was staying with Steve. And Steve's like, okay, I'm staying with Dustin. Dustin's like, well, I'm staying with Lucas. And Lucas is staying with Max. Okay, so who's going in which car? <laughs> the owner of the car is like, um, can you guys move the way and get in the car <laughs> while they're like mid hot wiring it? They keep trying to steal cars, but they can't decide who's going to be in which car, so it never works out. Yeah, they just all have separation anxiety. So eventually, they're like, "Let's commit a felony and steal let's, someone's let's get house. It, let's get in the caravan. Let's just steal someone's home." I think they, I think Max makes a comment like, "Oh, they're really angry." Like, I mean, they would be when we just stole their car and their mm-hmm. home in one. And I'm like, "This is not funny. <laughs> Come on, guys, no. it's the ketamine all over again." I mean, without context, it is quite funny seeing people chase after a moving vehicle. In every context, it's, very, it's fucking hilarious. It's very, very funny. It never fails to make you laugh. I'm just thinking of WandaVision. Yeah, the WandaVision so one is so funny because it's so slow. We were double fucked <laughs> <laughs> and Vision drives away. That one is too good. It's so funny. Oh. But with context, it's just two, it's just a couple losing their home. And like, they don't bring that back. That's... Does that get Vecna? That's Vecna's now. That's oh, no, Vecna's caravan. <laughs> oh no. Rip. Hope those people. Um. I mean, I guess no one has a house anymore because of the, this like the sinkholes in Hawkins. Oh, yeah. But like, hopefully they can find a house. Hopefully they're not homeless for too long. It's not like they're already the most disadvantaged in society. Mm-hmm. Like they were already in a trailer. They can't exactly afford another yeah. trailer. There's no yeah. step down from this. And you have Eddie and Max in that caravan who oh. also live they in would trailers. Know. You'd think they would have thought about that. No. no. It's too important. No. Gotta they, save they the can, world. They can move in with Wayne. Oh, Wayne. Wayne's got a spare room. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's too sad. That's way too sad. <laughs> he does. No, it's he doesn't. Eddie's fine. Eddie's fine. He's alive. Don't do this to me. <laughs> I'm in denial. Okay. I do like that he hotwires the damn car. Where did he learn that? Mm-hmm. I wrote down, hotwires the damn car. I've never been more attracted to you, Edward. <laughs> and then we get the line. Yeah. The Go line on. of Harrington's got it. Don't you, big boy? Absolutely fucking feral. Damn. How dare you, Joseph? Mm-hmm. I remember when that episode came out and this was all I saw on Twitter. Is everyone yeah. being like, oh my god. Yeah, I remember that too. Imagine being that gay. <laughs> So fucking queer. So as Steve is sandwiched between two gay people <laughs> as this happens. Yeah. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you. It's fucking gay as hell. Eddie's so hot. Again, it's the, the raw sexual confidence. Mm-hmm. It's so hot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, completely. I get the little thing in here, Dustin. Oh. oh. Never changed, Dustin Henderson. <laughs> so fucking cute. It's so sweet. 
They're yeah. like building the little shields with the spikes on them. Weapons. And like he's trying to make it a game with all the kids and like Lucas and Erica by like having them play fight to like make them all feel yeah. better. And yeah, it's just Eddie being silly and it's like, never change Dustin Henderson. Yeah, that's so sweet. He's cheering everyone up. He really cares about these kids. Yeah. Honestly, good on Eddie for like taking this in his stride. I might have left. I might have run. I would have been like having a panic attack in the caravan at that yeah. point. I wouldn't have been outside like I'm making a weapon. Let's make the kids all happy, you know. Meanwhile, Nancy's like committing a felony by shaving the gun. Yeah. I would have been like frantically eating Cheetos. Yeah. Yeah. But no good for Eddie. Yeah. This man seems courageous to me, I don't know. Yeah, I see it. He's putting aside his own fears to try and cheer, like, cheer up the kids. Yeah. Who honestly don't need cheering up. Those kids are badasses. These kids have been Erica through and so Lucas much. And um, Dustin. Dustin. Oh my god. They've they're been through fine. too much. They, they're kids who have like grown up with this shit. They are absolutely fine. This is more when they were like 12. Yeah. Oh, they fuck. would take on like Vecna they, right they there and then. They took on the Demogorgon when they were 12. Vecna's like, eh. Yeah. It's another Sunday. And Eddie's like, oh, I better make sure they feel okay. <laughs> I better make sure these kids aren't too scared. Meanwhile, they're dead inside. <laughs> Whilst Dustin is, like, making a spear. Oh, He's I... like, gonna get Vecna. <laughs> Better than my last one, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor yeah. Eddie. I like to think that Dustin's also play fighting with Eddie to cheer up Ed- <laughs> oh, Eddie. Oh, my God. And they're trying to cheer up each yeah, other. Yeah, it's, it's working. I mean, I think I like the idea that... Um, both Eddie and Steve view Dustin as, like, their kid, mm-hmm. and Dustin just views them as his dumb friends. <laughs> like, it does not work both ways. They're like, oh, our poor boy Dustin, we've got to take care of him. Meanwhile, yeah. Dustin's like, oh, my friends are idiots. I'm taking care of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dustin thinks he's the mum of them. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my kids <laughs> who are five years older that than me. boys are so grown up. I'm so proud oh, of them. Oh, my son, Steve. <laughs> Son Steve. <laughs> They're just parenting each other. Just the two of them looking at each other like, oh, my son. I mean, someone has to. What the fuck is Ted Wheeler doing? These parents aren't doing shit. Ted Wheeler is the worst dad. <laughs> Are we going to talk about him in the Bad Dads episode? We should, yeah, we should. Because what up. a terrible dad. Yeah. He's just slagging off his wife in every scene. Honestly, 80s dads. 80s dads are another breed. Honestly, to quote Bo Burnham, some people gotta fight to survive, and some people are white guys in 1985. <laughs> Unless you're fighting Vecna, then you are fighting to survive and while being are. a white guy in 1985. Yeah, that's, that's Steve. <laughs> that's Steve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but Ted Wheeler is yes. the epitome of that song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they, they need to parent each other, because no one else is. Someone's gotta mother these kids. Yeah. Karen's too busy wanting to fuck Billy. Fuck's sake, Karen. Yeah. I mean, as far as emotional conversations before one of us dies mm. goes, I like this one. It's a good one. It works pretty well. I like it. I love Eddie. So, he's such a good addition to this fucking group. Yeah. Because no offense to Steve, Nancy, and Robin, I do love them. They are very preoccupied with their own shit. Whereas Eddie actually takes the time to be with the kids yeah. and actually like be like friendly with them and like I think he's more emotionally intelligent to what the kids need. Like Steve's yeah. happy to babysit, but he he's running off and hoping those ducklings follow him. He doesn't really check on them. Yeah. Except for Dustin. Dustin is his favorite. Mm. He gives him the hairspray. Clear favoritism. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. They can all die. (laughs) He only recently learned Lucas's name. Lucas will, like, Which one's which? Dustin or no one? And, like, Robin's too preoccupied with her own lesbian sadness. Yeah. And just, like, Nancy's too busy looking for her next target to shoot. With her guns. Queen. And her gay best friend. Yep. But I I like that Eddie feels like the addition you need of someone who is actually really emotionally intelligent and is not the best fighter because this is day one for him and he's not been trained. But he knows how to make the kids happy and cheer them up and he's the silly one. Yeah. You need this in the group. You can't have... A, a group of hard asses. It doesn't work. Yeah. You need someone who's fresh and silly and naive and not mm-hmm. tainted by all this garbage. Well, yeah, I mean, and he actually has stuff in common with the younger ones anyway. He's yeah, actually friends with them beforehand. Yeah. So he was just kind of like, oh, we're, we're both traumatised fighting the Demogorgon. <laughs> You're my son now. Yeah. Whereas, like, Eddie actually was friends with Dustin yeah. and Lucas and Mike. Why do I keep wanting to say Finn? I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's because of like a one-syllable name. Uh, maybe. My brain is like... And also, I th- Mike forgot who he was a long time ago. <laughs> like, Mike forgot his own name. That is just Finn Wolfhard now. <laughs> they forgot to write Mike's name in the script. It's just Finn. Because <laughs> they forgot that Mike was a character with yeah. feelings. So they just get Finn to stand there <laughs> in the universe. <laughs> yeah. And look great. Yeah. 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 Maybe that's why Will is so sad. Mike's not there anymore. It's a guy called Finn. <laughs> he misses Mike. Who is this guy? He doesn't even know me. It's like he doesn't even care about my feelings like he would have in season one. Keep saying he's an actor? I don't fucking know. I don't know about this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I it, it makes me sad because I think Eddie was a perfect addition to the group. Yeah. And I think... There's a version of this character that's a bit more, like, cynical and surface level, where he's just being silly to cover up for how insecure he is. Yeah. But I don't buy that. I think this guy's just a genuine, like, silly, fun guy. Yeah. Who's, like, really compassionate and actually really emotionally intelligent. Mm-hmm. And I I think that's what Joseph Quinn brings to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great. And it makes it so fucking sad when he dies with yeah. the episode nine. Oh. Yeah, let's talk about episode nine. I don't want to do this. I mean, this is where they really start laying on the foreshadowing. They're like, oh, if you didn't notice, here is his character arc. Mm-hmm. Which, to be fair, they do have to do, because I'm not buying it. <laughs> you have <laughs> yeah. to keep reminding me, because I'm not fully buying it. Yeah, fair enough, Luke. He has that whole, like, look at us, we're not heroes. Yeah, honestly. I swear to God, every episode they have and be like, we're, I'm not a hero, guys. Like, nope, I run! Okay, Eddie. <laughs> he hasn't had a chance to be a hero. Like, no. he's never been presented with the opportunity and denied it. Well, yeah, that's what I mean about Chrissy should have been... Just kill Chrissy physically then, not mentally. Or at least give him more of an idea of what's happening. Or have it be slower. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I completely get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, He's laying it on because they're going in in for it. Mm -hmm. They're going to go kill Vector and they give him and Dustin the decoy, which is very them. Good for them. Yeah. yeah a little so bandana. Two, no, Squad's in like three now, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And Dustin and Eddie gonna go... For the distraction. Distract the bats. They're gonna go distract the demo bats. While Mother Nancy just absolutely destroys Vecna all on her own. <laughs> yep. And at the same time, like, Lucas is taking on Jason. <laughs> yeah, but taking on Jason is actively trying to kill him. Mm-hmm. Finally, Jason, thinking about someone else, though. I know. Finally, let go of Eddie. I mean, he does bring up Eddie when he's fighting Lucas. He does. He does bring up Eddie. (laughs) All he does is bring up Eddie. Oh, Jason. You little shit. 
fucking Jason. It is pretty cool when he says to Steve, Steve, make him pay. Yeah. Fucking sick. I love that. Good for you, Eddie. I love that. And it feels, it feels mm. right. Hey, it feels like it's like, yeah, you know, for Chrissy. Yeah. Yeah. And he knows I'd be dramatic about it. That's something he'd say. Yeah. You know, he was thinking of that on the way over and was like, oh, it's gonna be so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Steve's gonna think I'm so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, Steve's gonna love it. Mm-hmm. Oh, are you ready for the most metal concert in the history of the world? Oh, yeah. Let's fucking hit it. Uh-huh. It's awesome. It's so fucking cool. This is awesome. But it's so cool because, like, he starts the show getting up on that table and putting on a show, and then yeah. he ends it getting up on that trailer. One way to do it. Putting on a show. Chrissy, this is for you. Yep. Which, by the way, just kind of reminds me of that, like, whole meme. It's also a vine. And the guy's like, this is for you, babe. And, like, kicks the football and it hits, like, the side of the goal and bounces back in his face. Like, I don't know. It kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. Like, he's about to flub it. Yeah. Like it always happens on Gang Rooms when Aaron's like, check this shit out. And just falls off the cliff every time. Yeah. But he doesn't. He fucking kills it. He, he gets up it. there with his wife guitar. Mm-hmm. I wish it were me. And abs- <laughs> proceeds to like absolutely body master of puppets. Yeah. Fucking kills it. It's so cool. And just like Dustin like head banging in the back as like yeah. his hype man. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. The song is awesome. Mm-hmm. Joseph Quinn can fucking play it. Yeah. I know he's not really in this scene in the like close-ups. But in the white he is, and it looks awesome! That's so cool! Oh, it's just so cool, and just, like, Dustin counting down the seconds that he has to keep playing. Mm-hmm. And he's just riffing it. It's so cool. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, when they succeed him and Dustin, like, manically screaming and jumping. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so yeah. cute! It's so cute! They do help for a minute, and, like... <laughs> they can do something! <laughs> they did it, you know? They did a thing! They distracted the bats! Yeah! <laughs> I wish that could have been it. Yeah. It is kind of funny how, because they obviously go back into the van when the bat they successfully distracted the bats and the bats are coming for them. And so they get back in the van and they're like trying to fight off the bats. And it's just really funny how everyone else is like, it keeps cutting between everyone. Fully taking on Vecna. Like, Max in her mind. Yeah. Just like fighting Vecna. Lucas absolutely taking on Jason. Mm-hmm. You've got the gang like throwing like molotov cocktails yeah. and like shooting at Vecna and like taking on the vines and it just kind of cuts to like Eddie and Dustin just like screaming and stabbing the vets through the vent there's like one little <laughs> vent hole and they're like get him get him get him get him get him we're get getting him. these bats <laughs> like die 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 mm-hmm. and then when they proceed to like when they like succeed doing it they high five like we did it yeah we're such a team they're doing what they can oh yeah good for them they're thank so you for cute. helping we appreciate it. I love their little relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Eddie, my beautiful boy. And then it all goes wrong. And it all goes wrong. You know what? Maybe they should. We should end it here. What a great scene! Wow. Thank you, Duffers. Season four was so good. <laughs> what, a, what a great season four! And then we win. But you know what? I wouldn't have hated that. <laughs> but no, no, alas, it continues. The bats come back, and they're, they're gonna escape. And then Eddie, I I like the drama of it. Mm. But it doesn't make sense. It's lo- it's. I wouldn't say it's pointless. No, but you could. You could argue make an argument that it is pointless. It's it's not Theon running at the Night King level of pointless. No, that, well, we'll see. Well, so he's gonna. <laughs> Dustin climbs out of the Upside Down. He's gonna go with him, and then he chops the the. The, the rope sheet. That I don't the know why, because the bat the bats can just fly. Like that wouldn't stop anything from getting through, would it? I, 
It must do. Oh, does Otherwise... it stop Dustin from going after him? Yeah. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Why? I guess to keep him safe, I guess. Oh, I mean, he's gonna... All you need to do is get on a chair. Because he did get through eventually. But to be fair, he got through when it was safe. The drama. I get it. Yeah, that, yeah. That'll, that'll get. I'll take that. Because I suppose I always thought of it and I was like, but the bats can fly. They're just flying <laughs> through the hole. It's not going to do anything. Yeah. No, I get it. Okay. That I appreciate. And he gets on a bike. And he... Well, he has that look on his face where he's like, I want to do something brave. And it is nice. There's an emotion there that's really yeah. heartbreaking. And he gets on a little bike and he's gonna go buy more time. Yeah. And he sacrifices his life to save the gang, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, because the, the bats are gonna go for Robin and Steve. Are they though? <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> but like... They're so far away. I think yeah. it would take the bats a while to get there. I don't know. Mm. It doesn't quite... We, it doesn't hit. We thought... Didn't we kind of think about it last time? Mm. Like, if Eddie had sacrificed himself by physically, like, helping in a, a more Obvious observable way. way? Yeah. Like, what did you suggest? I've kind of forgotten. I've completely forgotten. Was it not him, like, jumping in front of Vecna or anything, but, like, maybe if the bats were literally right at Steve and, and Nancy, and he was like right outside getting the bats to and like. They were very clearly going to Steve and Nancy, and then he shows up and is like, "Hey, gets over in front here of them, yeah, rides." Yeah, because otherwise it it doesn't really work. But yeah, like I appreciate subtlety, but when you're killing off a fan favorite, I don't want subtlety. It needs to be satisfying. Yeah, otherwise it's frustrating. You're killing someone off. I don't. I don't want subtlety. I don't want to have to sit and think. Would the bats technically have gotten to yeah. Robin and then no? And if I'm thinking about that, it's too distracting. Yeah. And it's a plot hole that's big enough that you should probably fix it because yeah. now I'm distracted. I know. Yeah. Honestly, just shove it in my face. Make yeah. It's so obvious. Yeah. Have him jump like arms out in front of Vecna, <laughs> in between Nancy and Vecna, if you have to. Yeah. Because otherwise, because he, he runs out, and he, to be fair, he's young. Like come come and get me you sons of bitches and it's really cool and I like the swarming bats around him like visually yeah. it works and it's cool and I he has the, like the sword doesn't he and the shield mm. and like it's reminiscent of fantasy although I don't think it really feels that like full circle to be honest yeah I kind of forgot about D&D halfway through it so it doesn't quite work but it's kind of cool and to be fair it works for me until <laughs> he's a he's like getting got by the bats mm. And we get a little montage of all the times throughout the season when he's been like, oh, I've always run away. And they're like establishing his character arc. And yeah. And it's like, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need you to remind me of every single time he has said that he is not a hero yeah. and he's run away. Like, I watched the show. It's, it's okay. It's a, it's a bit much. Like, and like, he's just sacrificing himself. I don't need you to tell me yeah. why this is important. I know why it's important. It's happening. Yeah. I know. I feel a bit talked down it. too. Yeah, like yeah. I was paying attention to the show. Yeah, like when I said over-explain it, don't over-explain that. No, d don't give me the literal flashbacks. No. It's fine. You don't need to justify this moment. No. And if anything, it makes it worse because you're showing me scenes that I don't think justifies this moment. Yeah. But he, it's, it's pretty sick as he goes down swinging at the bats. It's pretty badass. Yeah. It, it doesn't make sense though when the bats are getting him. They're like taking the chunks out of him. And they're all swarming around him. There's like a hundred of them. And just the next thing you see, Dustin comes over and all the bats are dead. Yeah. <laughs> and it's he like, got him. how did he, how? 
out. He Somehow. was on the floor. He's bleeding out. I don't know. <laughs> he, he, he did get him. Somehow. Off screen. I don't know if something was cut out in between, but it does look a bit bizarre. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't... It feels so anticlimactic for him. Yeah. A and a little that. pointless. Yeah. For a character that also just, like, had so much depth. This guy was so interesting. Yeah. And I, I feel like this is a an arc they wrote in in an early version of the script where he was a much more shallow character. Yeah. Or even in, like, a late version of the script where he was a much more shallow character and a bit more cynical. And then just Joseph Quinn brought, like, a really endearing, compassionate quality to him that yeah. meant this didn't really work anymore, but it, it doesn't for yeah. me. And it makes it even worse that he was so lovable and is now dead in a way that felt so unsatisfying. Yeah. It's not like you can be like, oh, fair enough. It wo-. It's not like a Rob Stark where I'm like, well, it was perfect. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. But it is really, really, really sad it when is. Dustin comes up and he's it just is. dying in his arms. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. His, him actually dying is so sad. Oh, he's just that, that all hits. Out. That all works. Yeah. Because it's just so fucking sad. So, I mean, they do keep banging you over the face with the character. I'm like, I didn't run away this time. And I'm like, shut up. Shut up, guys. Shut up. Shut up, Duffers. Don't do this to me. Yeah. And he says, look out for the rest of the group. Yeah. He does this whole, like, I think it's finally my year. That's the one that gets me. Yeah. This is this is my year. Handsome. It's like, no. Fuck you. But I, I do love what Joseph added, which is just that I love you, man. Fuck me, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. So fucking sad. It's really sweet. Yeah, I mean, it's... How, how was Steve fine when the bats took all those chunks out of him mm. and Eddie's just not? I don't know. It's a little yeah. weird. A little sus. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, he's dead. It is real sad. Dustin just crying. Oh my god. And he's holding Eddie. It's I don't so know if sad. Dustin can take more of this. No. I could see this being a big plotline trauma for him next season because this is sad. Yeah. And yeah, it Eddie's, really hits him. Eddie's still fully blamed for what happens in the end. Mm-hmm. They still pin it all on him. Yep. And say he's a serial killer. Well, yeah, that's he's what leading kind of, a cult. That's just what turns his story into a tragedy. It's a real tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. No one. I mean, the show isn't over yet, I guess, but no one will know yeah. what happened. That he died a hero. Yeah. He died helping fight, and he didn't kill Chrissy. No. Actually, he tried to help Chrissy. He died for a town that do. fucking hates him. Yeah. 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 Just that irony. It's so sad. So fucking sad. And just, oh, just his uncle not knowing what happened to him and putting his missing posters up. And they're getting vandalized because everyone hates him. Yeah. And then, oh, he just had, just his uncle having to come up and take the poster down because it's been vandalized. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. And like, if Dustin didn't care so much, Mm. then, and like, wanted to tell his uncle everything. We would have probably spent the rest of his life just, like, waiting for Eddie to come home. Yep. And just not knowing that he was dead. Looking for him, even. Fuck. Thank you, Dustin. Yeah, thanks, Dustin, for sort of telling what happened. As much as he could. (laughs) He did something. (laughs) And, like, oh, the guitar pick on the chain that he wears (sighs) as a necklace. That's so perfect for Eddie. Yeah. What a nice detail. He gives it to him. 
And he never even gets the body. That body's gone. That's in the upside down somewhere. Oh. Yeah. I fucking... Oh, I love what Dustin says in his little monologue where he's like, I wish everyone had gotten to know him. Because they would have loved him. Yeah. Like, despite everything... Don't kill me. He says, despite everything, he never stopped being Eddie. I never even saw him get mad. Yeah. He fought and died protecting his town that hated him. Yeah. It's so sad! <sighs> yeah. Yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> He's always just the most compassionate person. Mm-hmm. It's real fucking sad, man. It's really sad. It, it really, it works. That part of it works. Yeah. I still kind of wish he didn't die. <laughs> I'm fine with him dying. Just make just make it more of a thing. Yeah. Just don't kill him with some bats. Yeah. I don't think the arc works. Yeah. I think it, it feels reductive every time they bring it up. I'm mm. like, is this really his arc? This yeah. is a really simple arc for such a complex guy. Yeah. Like, I could see that arc for Argyle. No <laughs> offence to my man Argyle. Yeah. But he's a kind of a surface-level character. Uh-huh. But Eddie isn't. And it it feels like a, a much... Like, imagine if they gave that whole arc to Steve in a season. Mm. You'd be like, this is way too reductive for Steve. Yeah. Feels a bit too reductive for me. Yeah. 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 I get you. And you kind of have that dissonance between the character you're watching on screen and the arc that they keep reminding you exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thanks, Joseph Quinn. You brought a lot to that. You brought a lot yeah. to the character. Yeah. So why do people like him then? That's the yeah. idea. Yeah. To, to wrap this up. Um, I think it's like we've been saying the whole time. It's the, com- the compassion. Yeah. He's a sweet boy. He's so sweet he is. How yeah. much he loves his friends. The tragedy the tra- of it yeah, all. The tragedy of it all. That's like a massive thing, I think. Yeah. I mean, we were thinking of like other like characters that the internet becomes obsessed with. Mm. And we mentioned like Bruno. And it's like the tragedy of that. Like you you really feel for for someone yeah. who the world has just treated really badly. Well it makes you feel something, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it it just it invokes your emotions. It makes you interact with it. It makes you think about it. Mm. And it makes you I don't know, put yourself in that situation. Yeah. Makes you really feel for them. Yeah. Yeah, and he's got all of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a kind of fun, he's quite funny. He's like, hot. He's quite emotive. He's, he's hot. hot. He's really hot. He's really hot. He's really fucking hot. <laughs> he's really hot. Yeah. 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 It works. It does. And it people love boxes. him. He's good to make fan edits of, I guess. Yeah. R.I.P. Eddie Munson. Okay, so there's another character that's died on us. <sighs> You would have loved the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> Except when they went mainstream. You would have hated AM, the album, but yeah. secretly loved it. Yeah. He would have been like me and loved Favourite Worst Nightmare. You think? I think that'd be his favourite album. Or he's like a suck it and see person. You never know with Eddie. You don't know. I think he would have liked the song Brainstorm. Do you know Brainstorm? Yeah, I know the one. Oh, it's so sick. He would have yeah. liked that one. Yeah. He would have loved The Killers. Yeah. And Nirvana, obviously. Oh, you'll love Nirvana. Oh, that's no, so sad. You absolutely love Nirvana. Didn't live to see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he would have been so excited when Manskin won Eurovision. <laughs> yeah. He would have loved it. Yeah. You know that, like, Steve would have been, like, rooting for, like, that sad kid in Switzerland. <laughs> and then he's just like, suck it! They did it! Yeah. If Finland couldn't do it, because they, the, they were the, like, Linkin Park people that I loved. Yeah. They couldn't do it. The fucking sexy rock stars could. Yeah. He would have been so happy. 
Yeah, he loved those sexy Italians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all did. We all did. We all fucking did. <laughs> okay. Okay. I thought we should talk about the possible future for Eddie. Because I feel yeah. like that's relevant. Yeah. What's this man up to? What's gonna happen? Mm-hmm. We're gonna see this man again. What's he take? My take is, he's not coming back. The man's dead. He's, he's not coming back. Don't do me but like this. We'll get, we'll get like, creepy, upside down Eddie to taunt Dustin. Maybe a flashback at a push. Maybe a new flashback scene. I, I think we'll get, I don't think they'll be able to resist Joseph Quinn. And if it's still on the contract, I think they'll get him back in. Yeah. For like, at least one or two, like, new flashbacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's not coming back though, is he? And he, and he shouldn't. I mean, the writers must be kicking themselves, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely kicking themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, you never know what's going to be a hit. And this guy is obviously a fucking hit. Yeah. And they probably regret in killing him. And I feel like if it were any other writer, these guys seem very sentimental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, probably breaking the rules of their own canon. For the sake of keeping characters they like around. Yeah. I could see them racking their brains and like brainstorming on the big whiteboard. <laughs> like, how do we bring this guy back in yeah. a way that makes sense? And I feel like if they can figure it out, good for them. I'd mm. love to see it. If they can figure out a way to bring him back or keep him alive in a way that feels satisfying. Yeah. But otherwise, don't. I don't, I don't see a way to do it yeah. in a way that makes sense. You guys killed him. Yeah. You've got to deal with the fact that you killed him. D- just don't force it. Yeah. That's the main thing. Don't force it. I can see them trying. Mm. But I don't think they'll figure it out. Yeah. They've probably reached that point already where they're like, no. I can see... Like, I, I know people think that there's like hints for like him being a vampire later on. Yeah. I don't think there was any foreshadowing for that. Oh, but no. there are things that I could see the writers... Wanting to bring Eddie back in some capacity and being like, ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Let's do the vampire thing. Yeah. I could see him being a mini-boss in the final season for, like, yeah. Dustin. Or, like, in, in the same way that they did with Max in this season, like, focusing on Dustin as, like, a serious character who has a lot of trauma. And using Eddie as, like, that for him. I could see that. Yeah. And maybe having a little vampire evil Eddie. Yeah, like an upside-down version of Eddie. Like a puppeted version of Eddie. Mm. I could see that. Yeah, to like taunt him. But also like it's your final season. Yeah. You already have far too many characters. Like that was the big problem of season four for me. Yeah. You have far too many fucking characters. Kill half of them, please. Because you have way too many of them. Yeah. Like you, you ideally need to focus on the emotional core of your show for this final season. You can't be adding more people in for the sake of it. Like, what's Eddie going to do in the final season? He would have to be pushed aside anyway, because he's not the core of this show. Yeah. He kind of has no place in the final arc. Yeah. 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 No, completely, completely. Thinking about it, they should have killed off Jonathan instead, I think. Instead of Eddie. Yeah. I see that. They 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 clearly don't don't know. And they don't want to. His arc's ended. Yeah. We'd push on Nancy. <laughs> I think they managed with Nancy. Mm. I think they revived Nancy. Nancy's fine, yeah. But Jonathan, but it was spur no. on in that last season. 
Yeah, maybe they, like, they clearly maybe, want maybe, Steve and Nancy. <laughs> it would make room for that in it a would, sad way. I could see Jonathan dying at the beginning of five as like yeah. an inciting incident. Yeah. To mirror Will being mm. taken at the beginning of one. Yeah. But yeah, I think Eddie Eddie fits more into the group and Jonathan's kind of outgrown them. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want Jonathan to die. No. But if someone's gonna die this season, I would have picked Jonathan. Yeah. Do you think Like if someone had to die at the end of four? Oh. Who would I have picked? Mm. It has to be Jonathan, because you can't kill my brain's like Mike, because they don't know what to do with Mike, but you've gotta keep the cool four for the end. Yeah, you do. Let's start with them. You've gotta have Mike do something, hopefully, at the end. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed they'll give Mike something in his brain working to do. Yeah, Jonathan's a good shout. That's like an emotional, like, shit's real kind of thing. Like, the audience is attached to Jonathan. Like, we like Jonathan. Yeah. Yeah. That would have required Jonathan being involved in the plot of four of them. He would have actually had to, do had to be there mm. and I'll just smoke weed with his buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie makes sense. But I think he He fits better in the cast in five. Mm. And obviously don't bring him back for five because you've done it already and you don't want to spend time on why Eddie is alive when you need we to be focusing on Ed ending things. But I think if he had stuck around, I think he would have been a, a better addition to five than Jonathan could be. I can't imagine what Jonathan could do no. that would add in the way that Eddie would have. Yeah. How, I'm just thinking, how, oh, how cool would it have been if, like, the Duffer brothers are known for introducing new characters and killing them off immediately? How cool would it have been if they'd done a psych out on the audience and spent the entire season just being like, Eddie's gonna die. Oh, and building oh my God. him up to die. And have yeah. Jonathan be with the, the fruity four, as you call them. The fruity four. The fruity, fruity five. Fruity the, five now. The fruity six, Argyle. <laughs> yeah, bring Argyle to. Yes. Why not? Stick him in the upside down. <laughs> Whoa, dude, this is radical. Whoa. I'm tripping. What am I on? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Him and Eddie, like, whoa. Yeah. 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 Just like, honestly, put every single telltale sign that Eddie is gonna die. Mm. Build up this arc for Eddie. Build up his running away, his coward arc. Build it up. Have Eddie have like a million chats with people in episode eight and nine. <laughs> a million, I'm gonna like, die. Is, I'm gonna Never die. Never change. Mm-hmm. Have him fight in those bats. Have him nearly die. <gasps> and, and then, then do Jonathan. Jonathan swoops in. Yeah. Oh and then my kill Jonathan. God. That would be that fucking awesome. Damn it. That would have been so cool. Mm-hmm. And have that be Eddie's purpose as a fake out. Just oh. have him be there for the fake out. That's great. That would have been yeah, really good. You just have Jonathan be normal all season. Everyone's chill. Nothing special about Jonathan this season. Oh, that's great. That would have and made sense as him. to why he's so chill and happy all season. Yeah. To psych you out. And then they get Damn him. it, that's so good. I would have loved that. Like, just have the Duffer Brothers be like, okay, I hear you. We keep adding people and killing them <laughs> off. We hear you. Now we're going to get you. <laughs> you know? Psych. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then that guilt... Of Eddie being like, oh, finally a group of people who love me and they're all mad at me because Jonathan is dead instead. Jonathan's dead and I'm not. And I feel like a bit of an outsider in this group. Oh god, he can't even be an outsider in the outsiders! Eddie! 
Yeah. Joke's yeah. on him, because everyone forgot Jonathan existed. <laughs> Most of all, Nancy. I thought everyone would have cared when Jonathan <laughs> sacrificed his life for me. They did not. He just becomes Will's brother. They forgot Jonathan existed. They're like, oh my god, yeah, Eddie Byers. Will's brother, <laughs> right? Byers. Right? Like Eddie Byers. Joyce is like, oh my god, my beautiful son, you've grown. My son, Eddie, and Will. <laughs> All the photos in the house. <laughs> oh, no. Nancy just be like, hey, babe. And Eddie's like, I'm gay. What is this? What is happening? <laughs> okay. Vecna's like, I've done it, my plan. I've mind-wiped them all and replaced Jonathan with Eddie for no reason. My final game. And only Eddie remembers. <laughs> only Eddie knows. Until eventually he's like, this is my life now. I don't even remember what it was before. Mm, I am Jonathan Byers. <laughs> I am Edward Byers. <laughs> Eldest son of Joyce Byers. This is Joyce, Will, and Eddie. All yeah. hanging out, and, and Joyce is just like, this kid looks a lot like me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is my son. This is my son. He has my hair. Mm-hmm. This guy called Wayne keeps showing up, saying that I've got his nephew. I, I mean, he's know. my brother, so that does make sense. <laughs> my brother, Wayne. <laughs> my brother! <laughs> Wayne's like, yes, my sister, Joyce. <laughs> my sister is Winona Ryder, obviously. Oh my god, Wayne, come on in! <gasps> brother Wayne! Hey! <laughs> I mean, I, I never liked Lonnie being in his life, but I see where Eddie got his drug habit from now, you know. Never really liked it, but what can you do? Yeah. Oh, thank God Will has a brother who cares as much about D&D as, as he does. Thank God. Eddie is the best son. I'm so glad I birthed him. <laughs> so glad this man just came from me. Yeah, and Steve's like, I don't know why I had such a rivalry with this guy. We're like besties. This is great. Yeah. I, I just realized we did a whole goof. In the other episode we recorded of this, where they go as the Scooby Gang for Halloween, mm-hmm. um, but both Jonathan and Eddie go as um, as Shaggy, yeah. and Jonathan comes in looking exactly like Shaggy, and everyone's like, your costume's kind of weird, man. I don't know, it doesn't really work. And Eddie comes in in the same clothes, and they're like, oh my god, Eddie, you look amazing. Oh my god, we've done the exact yeah. same thing. Yeah. <laughs> just replaces Jonathan with Eddie. It's like, oh my god, Eddie, you look amazing. Yeah. That shirt is perfect, man. <laughs> Yeah, Maybe that's Jonathan. what we secretly want to do. I think so. Our girl's just like, God, I'm so glad I met Eddie. My best <gasps> My friend. My best friend <laughs> from California, Eddie. <laughs> Eddie from California. I live here now. <laughs> I've always lived here, looks at the camera. Our girl's the only one with the knowledge. She's John Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no. No, none of that happened. No. Um, I, I like Jonathan fine, but when Will is not in danger, he has no purpose. No. What does this guy want to do with his life? Smoke weed. He's just Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Don't we all, Jonathan? <laughs> Don't we all want to smoke weed every day, Jonathan? But we can't, can we, Jonathan? Because there's Vecna. Mm-hmm. Do you think Jonathan knows what Vecna is? Nope. No, because there's a whole thing of like, we're trying to ring the, the mic squad, but it, the line's not going through. Uh-oh, the FBI. Mm-hmm. No. Such a boring plot. It wasn't as boring as... Russia. David Harbour in Russia. But the, the only thing I liked was the Susie house. That oh, whole that thing was, was so funny. Fun. And Argyle did always make me laugh. Yeah. Like, without Argyle fail, good. Argyle was really funny. Yeah. I'm talking to Eleven, he's like, little mind fight? Radical. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. Argyle over Argyle. Jonathan. Any day. Damn. Let's just replace Jonathan with Argyle. Yeah. Joyce is like, my son, Argyle. <laughs> son, Argyle and Eddie. Argyle Byers. <laughs> Oh my god, Argyle, Eddie, and Will, my three sons. 
<laughs> it's so many boys. Oh, Kyle Byers is the worst name I've ever heard in my life. So many wives. Oh, God. oh, Kyle Byers. Boo. Boo. Why did I let Lonnie name this one? I let him name the eldest, and then I realised my mistake. <laughs> and then I divorced him. And then I named them Edward and William. Yeah. But first, Argyle. Argyle. Oof. Rough mistake. It's think... a fine name, just not with Byers. No. What do you think Hopper would think of Eddie? If he comes home and he's like, ah, my new son-in-law. Do you think he'd be like, this guy is a disaster, and I want him to stay, like, ten feet from eleven at all times. Or is he like, mm. this kid's sad, he's mine now. I feel like it can go either way, I don't know. I think if if Eddie were, like, someone who eleven had a crush on, he'd be like, no. Yeah. This boy is going nowhere near my daughter. Yeah. But if he's, like, a, like, Joyce's, like, kid, he's like, yeah, this guy's cool. I'll help him out. Yeah. Give him the good stuff. Yeah, I think so. No, don't like the tattoos. No more tattoos. But otherwise, no, no, cool. no more drugs. Cause I am technically a policeman, even though I'm dead. But <laughs> I am technically a policeman, even though I'm dead. <laughs> is it like Jon Snow of like he oh died? Oh my god, my so watch has ended. <laughs> my watch has ended. I mean, I think Hopper and um, Wayne would hang out, smoke yeah. some cigarettes out on the porch Maybe together. Bros. Yeah, just sad manly men. <laughs> Smoking their cigars. Joyce is like, I should have stayed with Bob. Why didn't Bob survive? Rest in peace, Bob. Oh my god. Joyce also wipes her brain so it's just her, Bob and Eddie. <laughs> all of the and Alexi. All of the characters <laughs> that were and Bob. All the characters that Bob. were introduced to die. And Will. Yeah. <laughs> my children. Yeah. Barbara. Eddie, Argyle, <laughs> Alexi, Alexi, and Will, and my husband Bob. Yeah. Yeah. What a life family they have here. <laughs> Such a living family. What a, no a trauma at well. all. A breathing family, truly. <laughs> Not murdered by the Upside Down. When did Alexi die? Three. I know, but like, why? I don't know. Got um... shot. Got Otherwise, everyone else is the 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 demogorgon, demodogs, or demobats. Demo anything really. Maybe, maybe Will should. Maybe we should send him off to California again. <laughs> Next stop, Will Byers. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should all go to California. <laughs> Why don't we all just let's go to the UK? Come on over, guys. Why don't we all just move. <laughs> I know we all feel like we have a moral duty to but kill Vecna, yeah, but, but also fuck Hawkins. Yeah. Um, let's move to London. Let's move to London. And then all the British actors can use their British accents. Finally, all two of them. It's just Jonathan and Eddie, uh, isn't it? Which is just good British. Yeah. Yeah. British but man. Yeah, but he's, he's alive in he's, this oh, one because we he's said alive. so. Yeah. So both um, Joseph Quinn and I don't know who plays Jonathan. What's his name? Charlie Heaton. Yes. Yeah. They, they can be British. Everyone else is American, though. Beautiful. Oh, Millie Bobby Brown. Oops. Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Oops. She can. They can all get there and just be British. That's how we, that works. And then we can have all the American actors try and do a British accent. <laughs> and it's such a disaster. In. Oh, my God. All the British people are like, yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because that's what happens when you move to another country is you immediately go, oh, I can stop pretending now. <laughs> yeah. What up, lads? Why? In it, Joyce. Joyce is like, what is what has become of my son? Why is my son now a British man? My son Eddie. Who's this other guy, Jonathan? <laughs> my son's Eddie, Jonathan, and my daughter. Eleven. <laughs> Why are they all British now? 
Yeah. Yeah. I only have British children. Yeah. To be fair, they all they're all kind of her kids. They are literally Apart from Eddie. They've never met. They've never met. Fully made that up. They're forgetting what's canon. Who's alive? I don't even know. I don't want to know anymore. But you know that Joyce would have loved Eddie. Yeah. Should have been like, oh, you're so sad. Come here. You're my son now. Should have made him tea. Yeah. He'd been like, you're my son. Yeah. Oh. Should have been like, okay, I I don't love the tattoos, (laughs) but you know, I I I appreciate the vibe. Yeah. We can hang out. Yeah. You seem nice. They can watch the yeah. horror movies together. You know Joyce rips on horror movies. Oh, yeah. The most insane shit. Mm-hmm. She loves it. Oh, yeah. Hopper's, like, hiding behind a blanket yeah. and Joyce is like, yes! Yes, get him! Get him! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? Vampires. Oh, yeah. Eddie being alive. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie being alive. And also Joyce's son in London. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking shit now, aren't we? We really um, are. We're not even on the fanfiction section. Yeah. Should we get to the fanfiction? Should we do that? Are we done with Eddie? Rip Eddie? I'm done with Eddie. R.I.P. to my husband. So are the Duffer brothers, maybe. Damn! No, they're not. No, they're not, actually. They're not going to stop talking about him. They don't already. Yeah. I mean, they shouldn't because, I mean, he's the best part about the season. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's hit it. Kiss, Mary, Kill. We did this last time. I don't think it was very interesting. I'm going to try and come up with a more interesting set. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, do you want to do the the trio of Jonathan, Nancy, Steve? Steve. Um. All right, I'm gonna kill Jonathan. Oh. Just like the Duffer Brothers should have done. I will kill Jonathan. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Don't know why I'm roasting this man today. But yeah. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah, I'm gonna kill Jonathan. They're boring. Okay. Um, I'll kiss Nancy, marry Steve. What about you? It's a good choice. I'm gonna kill Jonathan, kiss Steve, marry Nancy. That's fair. It's really hot. Yeah. Alright, let's do the queers. Eddie, Robin, mm. Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> lesbian Joyce. That's a well known local lesbian Joyce. <laughs> um, who else is reasonable? Else is Hopper. Gay. Hopper. The queer. Hopper. That's the straightest man I've ever met in my life. That man is straight the ruler. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to be queer, just someone yeah. else reasonable. Vecna? We're talking Vecna or we're talking like Wom? Oh, Vecna. <laughs> so marry Vecna. Kill Robin. <laughs> kill, honestly, kill everyone else. Get Vecna to kill everyone else. And then marry Vecna. Yeah, that's the only way to go. Um, I don't know, man. Who else is an adult? Gay Fred? <laughs> Okay, yeah, Robin, Eddie, <laughs> Okay. Who you gonna pick? Oof, okay, um, well, I'll probably kill Fred. <laughs> what? No! Shock How decision, dare no. you? I'm gonna kill Fred. Okay. I'm gonna... Nancy's gay friend. <laughs> He's a bitchy gay friend. Who else is there? Robin and Eddie. Yeah. I'll kiss Robin, marry Eddie. What about you? Yeah, same. same. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to turn down my man. Doing? Can't turn him down. <laughs> okay. Rate Eddie out of Teddy. <laughs> Rate him out of ten. Um, ten. Why? He's cool. What about you? <laughs> he is cool. I'm going to give him shit. I always do something creative. Ooh. I'm going to give him B-sharp. 
that is that a, is that a key? It is now. Nice. No. Yeah. Whatever. Beautiful. Whatever key comes up most in Master of Puppets. Okay. Okay. What social media does Edward have? Mm. I think he shit posts on Twitter. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think he'd go for a Tumblr phase? Oh, I think he would. Would he be on 2014 Tumblr? Yes. Listening to Lana Del Rey. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hilly Kyoko. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I wasn't on Tumblr. What would he do on Tumblr? What would he be into? I don't know. Is he a super hulot kind of guy? He's a massive nerd, isn't he? <gasps> he would love Doctor Who. Yeah. He'd be a Who guy. Yeah, he'd like Doctor Who. Oh, he would have... Do you think he would have loved Sherlock? He would have shipped John Locke. Oh, he would have, my poor boy! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he was a super Hulot guy. Maybe he was. But yeah, he probably likes Supernatural as well. Oh, and he stuck with it. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't let it go. He watched every season. He watched it for the gay, but Steve watched it unironically. I think Steve genuinely enjoyed <laughs> it. He really enjoyed yeah. it. It's like, ooh, they're doing like Windigos now. This really? is fun. Yeah. I think Steve loved uh, Vampire Diaries. <laughs> yes. I think they sat oh, together and watched Vampire Diaries. He was like so invested in the love triangle. <gasps> yes. Because mm-hmm. he sees himself as, I forget which one it was. One of them. I forget the name of the guys. I don't know. Is Stefan and... Oh, what's the other dude? Damon? I, I, I've only seen I the, the, the Jenny Nicholson video twice. I don't quite remember all the details. <laughs> No, Steve liked Vampire Diaries. Yeah, he's Team Stefan. I've never watched the show, but I think he's Team Stefan. Cool. Oh, but, oh, Eddie would have loved Twilight. Oh, oh my god, he would have, though. Yeah. Don't you dare. Yeah. Ed- he's Team Edward, because it's his name. He's Team Edward. I think he loves Kristen Stewart. Stands I think he stands so hard. Watched everything she was in. Stuck by her side uh-huh. the last ten Knew years. Knew it. He always held a slight grudge against Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Just a slight one. Yeah. But he was also Team Edward. Yeah. Even though she cheated, I think he's like good for her. Yes. Yeah. She. Uh, she had a reason. I knew it. Yeah. 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 I think Steve is Team Jacob because Jacob's hot, and he's like, Steve, you don't stand. Mm-hmm. Don't get it. Edward oh, is the right God. choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jacob imprinted on a baby, Steve. Oh my God. Don't you understand? And Steve's like, I like when he took his shirt off. <laughs> He's a little fluffy dog. I don't know what to say. He's a little fluffy dog. Meanwhile, Eddie's just tearing his hair out. Don't you want what's best for Bella? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Steve would have loved the Hunger Games. <gasps> That's his, yeah. He's Team Peter and Eddie doesn't get it. And he's like, but Gail's hot. And Steve's like, you don't understand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Peter is what Katniss needs. He's a much better person. He's actually way more of a revolutionary than Gale ever was. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 He fucking loves the Hunger Games. Yeah. He was sobbing when Finnick died. Oh my god, as he should. It broke him. Oh, and then it broke him even more when Prim died. Oh, that got no. him. Him reading the book mm-hmm. in like a room and Eddie comes in like, babe, what's wrong? And he's like, fucking Katniss saved Prim. The first thing she ever did was save Prim. She died anyway. Yeah. 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 He's just there. there. Sobbing. Losing his mind. Yeah. The scene where, like, Katniss is talking to the cat. You know Broken. that when he first read the first Hunger Games, Katniss saving Prim reminded him of what he would do for Dustin. For Dustin. Yeah. And then when Prim dies, he, he, like, calls Dustin, like, Dustin, come over. I, I, I need to see you right <laughs> now. Dustin, are you okay? okay? <laughs> like, can you... And then like, Dustin comes over and he's like, come here, I just need a hug, just come here. And they mm-hmm. just, like, curl up. Yeah. And then he's just like, you guys are 30. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are adults. Come on, Steve. Come on, Steve. Okay, no, it's fine. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah. 
this is fun. We should do this question more often. Like, what fandom would they be in? Yeah. Because yeah. that's how we relate to things. Yeah. That's something we would know about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's our expertise. Will is a Harry Potter kid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What is Mike like? Whatever doesn't include fun. <laughs> Damn. I don't know what Mike Damn. as an adult is. They don't know what Mike as an adult is. No. I mean, we know Eddie loves Lord of the Rings. He would love those movies so much. Yeah. Love them so much. Yeah. As he should. Huge crush on Aragorn. Mm-hmm. I think he's gone as Gandalf for Halloween. It was so impractical, mm-hmm. but so cool. The hat was perfect. The nightmare. He was so hot all night. <laughs> he was miserable. Steve was annoyed because he was embarrassed that his yeah. boyfriend was dressed as Gandalf. But no. He was so happy. Yeah. Oh, him selling drugs just like with his giant cape like hey kids wanna buy some drugs <laughs> and his Gandalf cape <laughs> yeah yeah with his little pipe yeah Hogwarts house oh is he a Gryffindor he's a Gryffindor oh my god oh no he's all shit he did he's a Gryffindor oh fuck yeah he would have been a Hufflepuff otherwise he's a Gryffindor yeah no he's a Gryffindor wait do I everyone else um Nancy Ravenclaw yeah. Fuck J.K. Rowling, by the way. Fuck Harry J.K. Potter Rowling. is ours. We own it. Yes. Legally. Yes. Yes. And we support trans people. Steve? He's a Gryffindor, isn't he? Well, yeah. 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 He's a Gryffindor. Robin? Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff. Who else exists? Jonathan. Slytherin. <laughs> and I think he's just Gryffindor as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Argyle. Squib. 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 Argyle Will. Ravenclaw. Yeah. Mike. Gryffindor, I guess? Yeah. Dustin. I mean, you what saw his that? loyalty to Eddie. Yeah. I think he's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Lucas? Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Yeah. Max? Slytherin. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Eleven? Gryffindor. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. Sorry. Anyway. Anyways. Um, is it sidetracked? How would Eddie vote? In America, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he. Do you think he votes? I think he does vote. I mean, I think he's cynical either way because I think he yeah. understands that, in a certain extent, in a two-party system, it doesn't fully matter. Yeah, but I think he does vote. Yeah. Democrat in the end. Yeah. He'll complain about it. He'll bitch about it all day long. But yeah. he will. Mm. I think he, he convinces Wayne not to vote Republican every time. Yeah. Every single time he sits him down, he's like, okay, dad, can't do this. Yeah. Gotta have some sense. Yeah. Yeah. I just realized that Steve would have the most Republican parents in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ted. Ted Wheeler. Ted and Karen. They're, they're, they're UKIP. <laughs> they moved to the UK just to, to vote, vote UKIP. UKIP. Yeah. 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 Hmm. What job would Eddie have in modern day? He's a musician. Oh, yeah, he would be a musician, he wouldn't he? Band, like gigs and stuff. Yeah. Around, like, Indiana. Oh, yeah. Or, like, also a professional DM, maybe. <gasps> His podcast. <gasps> he has, like, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Yeah. yeah. He's a podcast boy. Yeah. Him and some of the members of, like, the Hellfire Club, though. Oh, whole podcast. Yeah. For Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. They were they are way way better at it than us. Oh, and he can actually have music. Because he writes it. Yeah. Writes his own can you write some music. music please? Eddie. From Beyond the Grave, right as a theme song. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> you can do one thing from Beyond the Grave. Please write us our shitty podcast a theme song. Please. Does he cook? Yeah. I mean, I assume you'd have to be kind of resourceful when you don't have a lot of money. Yeah. But weirdly, I, I don't think he's terrible. I don't think he's brilliant. I actually no. think he's the only character who's actually kind of average. <laughs> Probably. I think he like has a little flourish to it. He like flips the um kitchen towel like over his shoulder yeah. and does a little shimmy but yeah. he's still making spaghettios. He has a bit of fun with it. Please. Yeah. He makes a really good like peanut butter and jam sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise not that great. But he has fun. I think in my mind Steve and Robin are both banned from the kitchen. Yeah. They burned it down one too many times. Yeah. Absolutely banned from the kitchen. Yeah. That fire alarm keeps going off. Yeah. yeah. Eddie and Nancy cook instead. I think Nancy is like, can you cook? And he's like, uh, I mean, I can make toast. And Nancy's like, good enough. Great, honestly. Do weed brownies count? Yep, all right, I'll take it. Lovely. He makes the weed brownies. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you ready? We're going to pretend we didn't do this already. What is his Taylor Swift album? Should well. we just be real that we already came up with it last time? We've been real the entire time. Let's be real. Yeah. We came up with it and it's wonderful. It's yeah. perfect. We settled on Lover eventually. Mm-hmm. It was close. It, it was it was Evermore, and it was what was, it, what was the other one? Was it Fearless? What was the other one? I can't remember. But it we took, it took us a minute. Yeah. We settled on Lover, which yeah. I think is the right choice. Yeah. And you came up with the perfect sad one <laughs> song to represent him. <laughs> My expertise. Yeah, we gave. I don't know. I felt like he'd like the Archer. I mean, I don't think he. I, think, I don't think you'd like it. I think he is it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's just the natural yeah. sadness of him. Yeah. What was the lyric again? Um, I think I just gave him that I've been the archer, I've been the prey. Who could ever leave me, darling? Who could stay? Oh, it's so fucking sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it works. It's really sad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Tail's a bit too pop for him, though. A little, just a little bit. He likes more rock stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I mean, we discussed this last time briefly, but we haven't brought it up yet. Um, what would be the song that saves you from Vecta? Yeah. Because we were talking about that with him. What do you think his would be? Like, would it be a Metallica song? Would it just be, would it be Master, Master of Puppets? Puppets? Maybe. Yeah. I could see that for him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know enough about heavy metal to be honest too. no me neither especially to, not to like 1970s 80s heavy metal yeah. <laughs> no yeah i don't really know and then we came up with each other's yeah you nailed me i was so shocked uh-huh. i was completely astounded i'm so proud of that That you got me right on point yeah with ninja sex party danny don't you know yeah. it would absolutely save me from back there i'm wearing the shirt I, I wore my little um i only had one like rock band shirt yeah <laughs> so i'm wearing my nsp shirt that i got at that concert oh in honor of Eddie. Yeah. And yeah, Danny, don't you know, would save me from Vecna. Yeah. You got me right on the spot. Thank you very much. And it's a Stranger Things connection because Finn Wolfhard is in the video. Yeah. Yeah. It all comes together. It all comes back. Lovely. And yours. Mm. I gave some options, but I don't think any of them were perfect. <laughs> what did you say? I can't remember what you said. Oh, you, you gave me ribs by law. That yes. Was, that wasn't too bad. Okay. I think mean, that's the best one you gave. Okay. Cool. Yeah. But what do you think it would have been? What's your best answer? Probably Champagne Problems by Taylor Swift. Yeah? Yeah. Is it not too, like, slow? Would it rev you up? No, that bridge. Okay. Oh, that fucking bridge. Okay. 
That would get me out of anything. Okay. That would get me out of a coma. <laughs> I'll keep that well, in mind. Honestly. Yeah. Alright, if Vecna ever comes, we know what to do. Yeah. 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 What do you think, like, Steve's Vecna song would be? I mean, we'll do Steve one day, but, like... Abba. Abba! Yes! Steve's obsession with Abba continues. Can you imagine Steve floating up in the air, and Dustin's like, oh my god, we need to, we need to find his music. What's his favourite song? And then it just cuts to Steve and the upside down of Vecna. And all of a sudden, they're like... And he's like, my god. Vecna's like, oh no. And Steve's like, oh yes. Give me, give me. Yes, that's yeah. absolutely him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so obsessed with that. <laughs> Just like Dustin jumping on a piano and be like, seems like, it's a rich man's world. Not today. God damn it, they're too powerful. They're too good for me. Abba's got me. It's always Abba. Damn, damn their incredible sound. God damn those Swedish pop stars. <laughs> those Swedish beautiful pop stars. They always get me. My weakness. The amount of people I've left that have like left me upside down because of an ABBA song. My you wouldn't so- believe. My song that would save me from Vecna would also be ABBA. <laughs> that would save me from myself. That's how you Looking defeat Vecna. Me. What's what's Vecna's ABBA song? <laughs> What if it's like slipping through my fingers? <laughs> sad is the most beautiful sad ballad mm. about growing up. Oh my god, Rhiannon, Steve listening to that. Oh no! <gasps> Thinking about oh, Dustin! No. Thinking no. about little Dusty! Slipping through my fingers! I no. try to capture every minute the feeling. <laughs> Can you imagine him listening to that with his like Walkman and just looking over at Dustin? And just like a tear in his just, eyes. Just like fondly, just like. Oh, Dustin. And Dustin's just looking at him like, you good? Bruh. Steve? Bruh. Steve's like, my beautiful boy. <laughs> Growing up so fast. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And he just like pats him on the shoulder. Yeah. 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 Just him listening to that like throughout his life. Just like, oh, Dustin. It's like, it's been six months. It's like, listen to that song again. <laughs> Dustin like parks a car. Yeah. Like a parallel parking. And Steve's like... <laughs> He puts it on and blasts it on the radio. He's just like, oh my god. And he's like, we're gonna ban this song. Oh my god. <laughs> At the breakfast table. Coming <laughs> in with an absent minded smile. <laughs> Dustin, come in. Dustin's like, no. Then you gotta join me, man. No. <laughs> just him, like at Dustin's wedding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, when oh, Dustin comes in. And it was like, hey, my girlfriend, I, she proposed. Mm-hmm. And Steve's just like, what are you, a child bride? <laughs> <laughs> you can't get married at this age. Dustin's Steve, like, I'm 30. 35? I've got a mortgage. <laughs> Steve's like, slipping through my fingers all the time. Kids these days, this shouldn't be allowed, honestly. This should, should be banned. Should you be don't know illegal. what's good for them. Dustin's like, Steve, you're three years older than me. What the fuck? You're married. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Different, Dustin. Too naive for this world. <laughs> just him at the wedding. Yeah. Just absolutely. What's that thing you said last time? <laughs> just, just the idea of like the wedding table and, and Dustin's mum just sitting at the back somewhere as Steve has taken Dustin's mum's spot. <laughs> and 
next to Dustin at the wedding table. Just sobbing into some sobbing. champagne. Just like he's rolled over and he's on like Eddie's lap and Eddie next to him is just like petting his hair. Mm-hmm. And just Steve losing it. Like he gets up to give his speech and has like 50 like note cards and just like his shaking hands just like fumble them and they're on the ground and he's like oh god I can't do it I'm sorry I just I thought I could do it I thought I'd be ready but I'm never ready to let you go Dustin and then he's like okay I'll I'll read it and he just picks up the cards like Jesus Christ he picks a random one and is like so when we went to that ABBA concert (laughs) it's like okay not this card pick up another okay so um you took your very first steps into my new house when you were 25. Okay, next card, next card. Pick up a random one. And I'll never love anyone more, even my own wife. What the fuck, Steve? <laughs> That's me! What the fuck, Steve? Yeah. 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 It's so cute. Dustin so was just funny. a tear in his eye like, oh, it's perfect. It's Thank beautiful. You, Steve. <laughs> Talking to Eddie, like, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. And Eddie's like, I guess I've become Steve. This is my life now. I love oh, this God. wedding. I want to be at this wedding so bad. <laughs> Imagine Steve Harrington being your mother-in-law. <laughs> yeah. To welcome you into the family. Mm, not your husband's actual mother. Steve no, Harrington. Steve Harrington. Local jobless man. <laughs> Local man who has many feelings. About... Local ABBA fan, Steve Harrington. Local ABBA disaster, Steve Harrington. Self-proclaimed Mrs. Henderson. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. a nightmare of a mother-in-law. Yeah. And then Eddie being your father-in-law, who's like, cool. Yeah. He's like, ignore Steve. He's insane. Mm-hmm. You can chill with me. What Steve was trying to say beyond the tears, the floods of tears. Put down the knife, Steve. Put down the knife, Steve. Welcome to the family. We're so (laughs) happy to have you here. (laughs) Anyway, so that was all for their social media. (laughs) Oh, okay, okay. Okay, are you ready to play? Could we fight them? Oh. Eddie edition. I think we stand a chance. A slim chance. Because it's us. Yes, together. But a slight chance, yes. How tall is Joseph Quinn? And how many inches does the wig add? Mm. 5'10". Ah, fuck. I was hoping for a 5'7". I was really praying. Nah, he's not. Oh, shit. I mean, we could still... Nah, he's tall. Is he beefy? He has muscles. Sometimes Mm. you see Eddie, like, has, like... He has some muscles to him. I did notice. He does. I took took mental note. Mm -hmm. Don't know why this high school nerd... Has muscles, but sure, sure. Don't take it away from me. No. I'm living the dream over here. Don't take this from me. If if he's a nerd, and he's he's smoking weed and doing mm. whatever else, maybe a little weak, some gangly bones. He could pull his hair. Yeah, that's just sexual. No. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, I think we got a slight chance. Yeah, I think yeah. we can take him. He's not a fighter. Yeah. He's a lover, not a fighter. We could take him. Yeah. I think we stand a chance. Me too. It's better than, like, Icarus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta take it we can get it. What a random choice. My, my brain went to the last time we were like, can we fight them? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see who's his favourite Spice Girl. He hates the Spice Girls. But do you know who loves the Spice Girls? Steve. Steve Harrington. Yes, he loves. loves the Spice Girls. <gasps> Steve, Nancy, and Robin going to Spice Girls concerts. And Eddie just being like, I hate this. Yeah. 
Yeah. I fucking hate this. Yeah, he was dragged along. He would like scary spies. Is he good at chess? No. No? No. I think he's great at board games, though. Yeah. I think he enjoys chess, but he's not very good at it. I think he gets bored. No, he smashes Clue, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely fucking wrecks yeah. Clue. Yeah, board games like that he's good at. Oh, I think he's good at, like, Werewolf. Like, you know, those yeah. social games? Uh, oh, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. I think he loved Among Us. <laughs> I think he was proper into the Among Us. I think he really phase. liked it, but yeah. I think he got annoyed that it became really mainstream and stopped people understanding Werewolf. Yeah. And like the original game and just like the simple version. Yeah. Yeah. Dustin loved Among Us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that. definitely. Hmm. What's his character alignment? What is he on the scale? I actually did think about this. Go on. I think he is. I think he is chaotic neutral. Oh, wait, no, sorry, chaotic good. Yeah, I think he is. I think he's chaotic good. That's I think that's what I said last time, wasn't it? Yeah. And then you. S- I think I. More neutral. I think I said good neutral. Yeah. But I I was thinking about it and like obviously he tries to do good things. I think he's good, but I think he doesn't have his own set of rules. I think yeah. he does whatever is the least conforming. Yeah. And I think he just does things. Yeah, I think so. I yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. my instinct. Chaotic good. I think you're right. All right. What did we learn today? Um, adopt a random child. Don't do that. Adopt kids. Apparently. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's alright to be yourself. Yeah. Be a bit of an outcast. Find your own little outcasts. All right, Mister Shoe. Boo! I'm sorry. <laughs> um. We're all minorities <laughs> because we're in Stranger Things. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> That's what we love. God fucking damn it. Cool. Cool. Okay. Okay. That was, this was really fun. Yeah, I enjoyed this. Thank you so much for being with us today. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening. Do you want to take us out? Yeah. So if you want to follow our socials, we are Character Chaos. Are we character chaos anymore? I mean, I don't think we changed the name of no. We're character. I'm gonna start this again. Okay. We're character dot chaos on Instagram. Character chaos underscore on Twitter. Yeah, then character chaos on TikTok. Well done. Thank you. I couldn't remember if there was a dot or something. Um. So yeah, feel free to give us a follow. Um. Send us a message. Say hi. Yeah. Leave a review if you're nice. Yeah. Anything else? Don't think so. Um, No. Do we say who so. we're doing next week, or do we want to keep a surprise? I don't know. Do you have a hint? I can't think of a hint, can you? My brain isn't working. Yeah. Um, it's Umbrella Academy. <laughs> <laughs> cool. That's the hint. Wait, are we not doing it? Yeah, we are doing Umbrella. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, that's the hint. I mean, yeah. who are we doing? Ooh, who knows? Ooh. <laughs> Stay tuned! <laughs> Four out of six of them. <laughs> yeah. 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 So come join us for that. I'm actually very excited for this one. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. This show's my shit. I'm very excited for this one. It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. But until then... Yeah. See you next week. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Mm. Bye.